This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. We found out this morning COVID deaths around the world are believed to be much higher than reported so far. Correspondent Linda Kenyon has the details. The World Health Organization says nearly 15 million people have been killed by COVID or by its impact on an overwhelmed healthcare system worldwide. That figure is more than double the official death toll estimate of 6 million. And experts say the death toll could be much higher than 15 million due to undercounted deaths around the world. In India alone, it's estimated as many as 3 million deaths have gone unreported. COVID deaths in the U.S. are nearing the 1 million mark. A new survey shows parental burnout has soared since the start of the pandemic. It's personal for Dr. Kate Golick, an associate professor of clinical nursing and a mom of four young kids. I'm not depressed. I'm, you know, I'm not anxious. I'm like, what is it? And I heard that term and I was like, that's it. Research from the Ohio State College of Nursing finds two out of three parents meet the criteria for parental burnout. 83% work full-time. The harder... Officials in Ukraine say at least 25 civilians have been wounded in Russian shelling in eastern Kramatorsk, the same city where dozens were killed in a missile strike on a train station last month. Correspondent Deborah Patup is in Ukraine. The harder Russia flexes its military muscle, the harder Ukrainians fight back. And they've been joined by American fighters like Manus, blinded by shrapnel. I can take it. I'm, I'm young. I'm, I'm a man. I'm strong. It's the kids and the old, old people who I really worry about. In Washington. Hey guys, we got more fencing went up overnight around the Supreme Court as groups both for and against abortion rights continue protests over this week's leak of a draft opinion from February published by Politico suggesting justices will vote to overturn Roe v. Wade. Amber Heard expected back on the stand in Virginia this hour, a day after she testified she was physically abused during her marriage to Johnny Depp. And slams me up by my neck and holds me there for a second and tells me that he he could kill me. The actor is suing his ex for libel. A week after a Tennessee lawmaker called for a book burning, the Nashville Public Library wants people to do the opposite. Spokesman Ed Brown says they're offering an I Read Banned Books library card. We're not trying to be a force pushing back against these decisions. We want to be an alternative to say you may not be able to get it there, but you can get it here. The Dow is down four, make that 505 points now. This is CBS News. Find your next great hire with Indeed. Their hiring platform makes it easy to attract, interview, and hire candidates all in the same place. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. Moments like watching my grandson steal second mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer, or MBC, which is breast cancer that is spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrand's Palpocyclib. Ibrand's 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for postmenopausal women or for men with HR positive HER2 negative NBC as the first hormonal based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrand's and visit Ibrand's.com. Ibrand's may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrand's may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrands, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. 
Morning, everybody. Finally, a break in the action. Mostly sunny early, then scattered high clouds during the afternoon. Milder, the pick of the week. High 69, shoreline 72 degrees inland. Tonight, mostly cloudy, 47. Friday, limited sun early, otherwise cloudy, with showers becoming likely by evening. Highs in the mid-60s. Saturday, showers. It now appears that those showers will persist through the day on Saturday. Temperatures only in the upper 50s. Sunday, Mother's Day, partly to mostly sunny. Highs in the low 60s. In the Early Warning Forecast Center at Channel 3, I'm meteorologist Scott Haney wishing you all a great, safe, and healthy Thursday. 60 in Norwich, 63 in New London. Good morning. I'm Marty Hausberger. The Connecticut General Assembly has completed its work for the 2022 regular session. The legislature adjourned as scheduled last night at midnight. After the usual last-minute flurry of bill passing, lawmakers gave final approval to making Juneteenth a state holiday along with a juvenile crime bill. The legislature previously passed the budget adjustment package for the upcoming fiscal year, which is the main focus of the session. The winning bidder earlier this year for the Spicer Mansion in Mystic has failed to close on the deal, so now Chelsea Groton Bank is seeking another foreclosure sale on the hotel. Ross Weingarten says he's still interested in the property, but has not come up with the $3.5 million he bid in March. A ledgered man, annoyed that his girlfriend's dog was jumping on him, allegedly stabbed the pooch. 51-year-old David Cooper, charged with cruelty to animals, accused of stabbing the dog in the neck with a pocket knife. The dog has been treated and is back home. Cooper is out on a $1,000 bond with a May 20th court date scheduled. The state Supreme Court yesterday upheld Rhode Island's law protecting abortion rights. The Reproductive Privacy Act was signed by former Governor Gina Raimondo in 2019 in case the U.S. Supreme Court were to overturn Roe v. Wade. The high court rejected a challenge from Catholics for life and others. A mostly sunny day today, up to 71. It is 60 in Norwich at 10.06. Next news at 11. I'm Marty Hausberger, WICH, and now Stu Breyer. It's time for the number one talk show of Eastern Connecticut and Southern Rhode Island. The Stu Breyer Potpourri Talk Show on 1310 WICH. Now here's Stu Breyer. And it's always nice to have one of our popular guests joining us gentleman who really has been on the inside when it comes to Washington. The Colonel is here. Good morning, Rob Simmons. Good morning, Rob. Are you there? What's that all about? Hmm. Okay. Hopefully he'll call me right back and we'll... uh... WICH, is that you, Rob? Yeah, it's me. Okay. We got cut off. We got cut off. Uh-oh. Yep, uh-oh. Washington's out there. Cancel culture. Cancel culture. Cancel Rob. You know when Stu Breyer gets cut off, you know life is tough. Robbing us of free speech. They are. Must be the disinformation committee. Yeah, I want to get to disinformation, but first uh, we got to get to, we got to start with this because it's going to be around now for the next 17 years. Uh, it seems like the um, Republican Party is the only party that cares about the, the leak in the Supreme Court. And that should be a, quite a big offense. I would think so. It's an unprecedented leak of information. You know, the Supreme Court, unlike the Congress and unlike the White House or the presidents here, the, the executive branch, uh, you know, John F. Kennedy used to say the, the ship of state leaks from the top. 
so the executive branch, the the president and the administration, over the years, uh, both parties has been known for leaking information for to for political benefit. Uh, there's no question that this was has been the case with the Congress as well. Uh, uh, Adam Schiff, mm-hmm. uh, Congressman Adam Schiff, as is, is, uh, chairman of the House Intelligence Committee, uh, was known for uh, leaking all during the Mueller uh, period uh, information that he said was compelling and overwhelming that Trump, the Trump narrative in Russia was real. Uh, we know now in retrospect that that was not. It was all a political attack, a disinformation attack against uh, President Trump. Uh, conducted by the DNC, the, the Democrat National Committee, and the and the Hillary Clinton campaign, using uh, hired guns like steel and using the steel dossier to to spread the the lies. So you know, the, both the executive and the legislative branches have uh, have a very bad record when it comes to leaking uh, sensitive or even secret uh, information. The the Supreme Court has has been. Uh, Free of that, in my in my experience, uh, throughout the whole period of time that I've been in public life, and probably uh, historically, that uh, drafts that are developed usually initiated by a single member of the Supreme Court by consensus. It's done by consensus among the justices under the Chief Justice Roberts. Uh, these drafts are, are then written up, and then circulated, and then edited, and then changed, and then discussed. Uh, up until the time when the court decides to go public with a a decision, and that process has been respected by the justices and by their staff uh, religiously until this week, and and one could ask, what what's this, what's the problem here? Why is this being done? Well, among other things, this is an election year. This is the midterm. The 2022 election will be in November of this year. That's point one. Uh, point two is that the conventions for candidates are ongoing as as we speak. The convention tonight uh, here in, in eastern Connecticut for the second congressional district the Republican convention for Mike France is is tonight, and so this leak immediately places on candidates the issue of are you for or against Roe versus Wade, are you for or against abortion? Uh, this then becomes a part of the narrative, and then and then uh, the narrative will be pursued throughout throughout any primaries. Uh, and then throughout the general election. So it is a distraction mm-hmm. from uh, a crashing economy. It's a distraction from a, um, a borderless border with thousands, tens of thousands, some would say millions of illegal aliens swarming into the country. It's a distraction against gas prices that have gone through the roof under the Biden administration. It's a distraction against uh, the Homeland Security Commissioner creating a essentially a, a disinformation panel to to evaluate uh, public information, which, which is right out of 1984, George Orwell's 1984 uh, classic book predicting the, the communizing of America. Um, and, and so, you know, clearly the leak was done for political purposes, and presumably uh, it favors uh, Democrats over Republicans. 
But if there was ever a time when we were going to get something like this, uh, it would be now, because nothing would surprise us with what's going on in Washington. And and now the uh, the president is saying well, this is going to lead to you won't have couples white and black being able to get married. Uh, you won't get just, civil that's rights. Just, that's you know? I'm not allowed to tell you what it is, but the acronym is BS. Yeah, of course. <laughs> the acronym is, is BS. Um, and if if somebody takes the time to read the draft as it's been published and circulated, um, the, the uh, draft is very clear that these other issues are not affected. They're not even discussed uh, in, the, in, the, in the draft. And if you read a, a, an editorial in the Wall Street Journal today, the abortion disinformation campaign, the disinformation campaign is, is the claim now being made by uh, Democrats and progressives that if Roe versus Wade fails, that all of these other rights, gay rights, uh, you know, transgender rights, LGBTQT, uh, all of these other rights are going to crash and burn and collapse. And it's just, it's just, well, they're just, just hoping, nonsense. They're just hoping uh, some people will buy it. says, the, 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 the nugget in the draft, which is a draft, it's a draft, it's not a not final even official. of the Supreme Court, the nugget of the draft is to... to um, take these issues and place them back in the states, which is where many people have felt they rightfully belong. When I was a state representative, I operated under the state law with regard to abortion. When I ran for Congress, people said, well, you're going to run for Congress. Uh, are you going to overturn Roe versus Wade? I said, not on, not on my agenda. Uh, the state of Connecticut has a law that was inked uh, in a bipartisan fashion in 1988, uh, I went to the legislature in 1991. Throughout my whole term in the legislature until 2001, I don't recall uh, any vote trying to overturn that Connecticut law. It was pretty well accepted by both sides of the aisle. There were certain individuals that I remember who wanted to change it, uh, but they they simply didn't have the votes. It never happened. When I when I went to Washington, people said, well, what's your position on abortion? I said, I'll abide by Connecticut law. I'm, I'm going to represent Connecticut as a representative and, and Connecticut citizens as a representative in the, in the U.S. House, and uh, I'll abide by Connecticut law. My Whatever votes I take on issues like this will reflect Connecticut law. I think that's that's appropriate. And, and if, if uh, this draft goes forward and if this draft is, is eventually uh, approved by the court or disproved by the court, we'll, we'll have to wait and see. But essentially what it does is to simply return the authority to the states. Presumably, the Congress would have done this, but the Congress is dysfunctional. <laughs> Presumably, the Congress would have codified uh, abortion rights and not left it to the Supreme Court to make a a decision, what, what they call legislating from the bench. I mean, that's what they call it. But but the Congress has been dysfunctional on the issue. Uh, the state, many states uh, throughout the country uh, have laws, uh, standing laws. Uh, certainly the state of Connecticut uh, does. And if you, if you look at the, the map uh, of, the, of the country, uh, Maine, Massachusetts, New Hampshire, Vermont, Connecticut, Rhode Island, New York, New Jersey, Delaware, Maryland, D.C., Pennsylvania, Virginia, 
uh, Indiana, Minnesota, Montana, Nebraska, Kansas, New Mexico, California, Hawaii, Oregon, Washington, Alaska, all of these have, have, have existing uh, laws that deal with abortion and, and can be expected to um, kind of maintain Of course they'll maintain it, laws. of course. And, uh, uh, should, should the uh, decision go against Roe versus Wade. Other states uh, may not. Uh, Texas, Mississippi, Alabama, Georgia, but you know that's 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 left to the states to decide, and um, I think we just have to take a deep breath and move forward. But again, I believe that that this leak was uh, politically motivated as oh, a smokescreen yeah. to try to cover up some of the the, the absolute disasters that are uh, taking place in. Uh, in the United States today. You know, this Biden makes me um, even more apprehensive because I, I can't imagine what they're going to try before the midterms, some other things, and uh, it's kind of terrifying. So, Well, it's, it, it's, uh, it's, it's very uh, disappointing. I'm somebody who's devoted my life to public service, but, but the, these leaks and this behavior is not that of a of a grown-up nation, which is why Russia has invaded Ukraine and why China is going to invade Taiwan, because they think that America has become completely dysfunctional, and we have. And so Russia and China, who are who are <clears throat> autocratic and communist uh, in their in in their political structure, uh, empowering the government super superpowers for the government if you if you live in shanghai and there's some question about covid they lock you in your apartment you don't get out <laughs> i mean it's it's hard enough that in the united states of america if you fly on an airplane they make you wear a mask but but they don't lock you in your house or your apartment that's what they do in communist china yeah, and, so. and in russia they they tell you you're going to liberate ukraine from the nazis and you invade, and, and you can't make it against the Ukrainian soldiers, so you kill innocent civilians. And yet, and yet these, these traumatic and, and dramatic challenges uh, to global security and global peace are being ignored by, by the media uh, in the United States of America right now, today, front page, uh, because of a leak of a draft document from the Supreme Court. Yeah, I almost forgot there's a war in Ukraine. So listen, no, uh, no, this is uh, this uh, leak of this document is far mm. more important, and and it allows uh, Democrats to blow a, a smokescreen over all of the failures of the Biden administration that we're all dealing with. I just I just uh, shopped around to fill up the gas tank in my car, and I finally found a, a service station in. Uh, in Ledger that's selling it for $4.05. Really? The, well, yeah, $4.05. Gotta... The, the service station that I have uh, down here in, in Stonington is over $5. So can you hold on? Because I want to head there now. Four four oh five, which sounds great at this particular moment. Maybe it was five oh five. Excuse me. I, when really? I went to Vermont, it was four oh five in Vermont. But you said Ledger was four oh five. I think it's five oh five. I think I misspoke. I think it was five oh five in Ledger. It was five fifty five in Mystic. <laughs> but when I went to Vermont a week ago, it was four oh five. Okay. Well, that's uh, 
So isn't that an issue? I mean, I would say since I used to pay $2 plus a gallon, $2 and change a gallon, it's doubled. And how has that affected the trucking industry and how has that affected food prices and the prices of any other goods and services that are delivered by fossil fuel? Well, the Bidens and the Pelosi's won't have to worry about that because they're multi-multi-multi-millionaires. I'm going to take a short break, and then I want to tell the folks, Rob, about a documentary. When I will. I first heard this from one of our listeners, Susan. I said, no, that can't be, and that's, you know, but uh, I think folks will find this fascinating. Stay with us. Here at Falby's with our Memorial Day sales event, there are a lot of great things happening. Let's start your 2022 spring off the right way with a visit to Falby's Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram. Are you searching for... For a new vehicle that can handle your family's adventures? Is it finally time to buy that unforgettable ride that you've always dreamed of? We've got you covered with our Jeep Freedom Days. Thinking of a family camping trip this year, but your current vehicle isn't strong enough to pull a camper? With a steady flow of new inventory rolling in and our Make the Switch event, we're sure to have something to fit your needs. Stop in to see us or visit us 24-7 at falvies.com. Let us be your preferred dealer. This is TJ Falvey. Not seeing what you are looking for? Check with us. I'm sure we can save you money. Let's discuss what I have in transit to choose from. Or we could build a custom order together, meeting your specifications at Factory Invoice. Falvey's does it better in every way. Falvey's, you're gonna love it. Looking to save money? With DriveWise from Allstate, the safer you drive, the more you can save. At Allstate, better protection costs a whole lot less. Visit Allstate.com or call an agent for a quote today. Hi everyone, Joyce Hart here from Hart's Greenhouse. Mother's Day is next Sunday. Remember your mom with a gift from Hart's. We have flowering hanging baskets including fuchsias, million bells, geraniums, impatience, and our famous pink bubblegum petunias. Check out our combination baskets too. We have them for sun or shade and in many sizes. Hart's has beautiful blooming trees, perennials, and shrubs for mom's garden. Lilacs, roses, peonies, azaleas, and more. And if your mom likes houseplants, come explore our foliage greenhouse and find her something new and exciting. Maybe get her a fun item like a garden statue, a flag, or a wind chime. Hearts has unique gift items sure to please everyone. If you just can't decide, a Hearts gift card is always a great choice. Stop by one of our Hearts locations today. Or maybe even make a day of it and stop by all four. Bring your mom and she can help pick out her own flowers. We are on Route 14 in Canterbury, Route 6 in Brooklyn, Clinton Avenue in Norwich, Route 2A in Preston. We're open seven days a week. 1022 WICH AM and FM. Here's something you may never you may never know about. The media will certainly cover it up, and probably a lot of theaters might be playing it, depending on their political persuasion. And I trust the judgment of Rob. That's why we have him on our show. There's a documentary called 2,000 Mules. First of all, tell us about it and tell me why you think it's, it's real. Well, uh, I learned about it. Uh, online because there was only one newspaper that I found that had anything about it, and that was the Epic Times, which which mm-hmm. is a um, a paper that is anti-communist, basically anti-China uh, in, wow. its, in its editorial policy. But it it, it actually uh, publishes some interesting articles. For example, the Durham uh, report has been consistently. Uh, followed uh, reporters worked with and and uh, and they had a piece on it uh, a couple of days ago, April 27th, and and I went online uh, to a site which is called 2000mules.com, 
and it's 2000mules, M-U-L-E-S dot com. And I discovered that there was a showing of this movie in Manchester, Connecticut, Monday night at 7. So I went up there on a rainy night with my wife to see it. I just was curious to see what it, it, it said. It was showing in four other theaters in Connecticut. And there were several hundred people there, and it was a fascinating description of how absentee votes were harvested and then dispersed throughout the um, battleground states by mules, that is, people who are paid to place these absentee ballots uh, into uh, drop boxes which were located throughout the urban areas of battleground states. Now, we know that um, the 2020 election uh, had a surprising outcome. We know that there have been allegations of, of cheating, but we haven't really been able to see how it's, how it's been done. Uh, we know that a book was published by Molly Hemingway titled Rigged, How the Media, Big Tech, and the Democrats Seized Our Elections. Uh, we know that Mr. Zuckerberg of Facebook fame, he and his wife uh, gave $419 million to get, to quote-unquote, get Biden elected. He, he admits it, uh, that he spent that money. We know that others have spent extraordinary amounts of money uh, in battleground states. But this movie, 2000 Mules by Dinesh D'Souza actually describes the system that was used. And it's high-tech, and it's very interesting. Uh, and first and foremost, I, I think it's important for people to draw their own conclusions. Uh, the two showings in Connecticut are now o over, but there will be a virtual showing uh, on May 7th, May 7th, which is in two days, on Saturday, if you go online to 20mules.com, you can purchase uh, these showing for $20. It's the same price as I paid for the movie, uh, where you can watch it from your own home. Uh, you can watch it. It's a documentary. You can watch it. It runs for about an hour. And then afterwards, on the 7th, there will be a, a live audience Q&A featuring panel members that will include some of the folks that are in the film. That would be Dinesh D'Souza, Catherine Engelbrecht of True the Vote, Dr. Sebastian Gorka, Larry Elder, uh, and two other gentlemen. And you can watch it on your, on your web browser, uh, excuse me, 8 o'clock Eastern Daylight Time, time on, on Saturday. Uh, I recommend uh, people uh, pay the 20 go online, pay the $20, and set it up and watch it. What it shows you is that individuals were harvesting absentee votes from housing uh, facilities. They were harvesting them from old folks' homes, from people who are non-compass, who, who have no capacity to fill out an absentee vote, much less make an educated choice on it. And th these votes were being harvested by nonprofits and people paid by, just by uh, um, Zuckerberg and others to gather these absentee ballots. In some cases, absentee ballots were replicated, and then they were distributed to the mules, and the mules went to drop boxes 
in the battleground states, uh, Pennsylvania, uh, Georgia, Wisconsin, Arizona, um, and and they were placed in the boxes. Now, what what I didn't know, but what I learned from this movie is, if you have a cell phone and you travel with your cell phone, that data, that data location for your cell phone can be can be tracked. It can be gathered and tracked, and it and it's commercially available. Uh, you can buy it. Mm-hmm. So. What Dinesh Souza and his colleagues did was they purchased this data to see that certain individuals between midnight and three were traveling in these urban areas in the battleground states and depositing four to five absentee ballots in each of the drop boxes. Well, this activity of, of private individuals uh, gathering or being provided with and distributing uh, docu- uh, documentary ballots is illegal. It's illegal in all 50 states. If you if you uh, take your wife's absentee because she's sick and you take it over to town hall and put it in a box, that's okay. But if you have a backpack full of them, hundreds of them, and you go to dozens and dozens of drop boxes in the middle of the night, usually 12 to 3 in the morning, and, and surreptitiously distribute them, that's that's illegal activity, and not only do they have the tracking on the cell phones of the individuals, the individuals copy with their cell phone. They take a photograph of the Dropbox and take it back to the person that has given them the ballots. They they show that person the ballot boxes, and then they get paid. They get paid for each ballot that they've distributed. Um, furthermore, the Dropboxes in many cases were required by law. Uh, to be to have surveillance cameras, and so they've collected surveillance data showing these individuals engaged in this activity. Uh, it's interesting that some of the uh, the cameras that they, they they requested information from some of the states for the cameras, and they were told, well, the cameras didn't work, or we lost the the images, but they they were able to obtain, I believe, four million minutes of video showing these activities taking place. And so it's, 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 it's a very compelling documentary. And, and what uh, my wife did, and she's not, she's not a Republican and she's not a, a Trump guy, she wrote down some of the notes. And in Wisconsin, a hundred mules visited 28 drop boxes with, a, with an average of five ballots per box for 14,000 absentee ballots illegally distributed and deposited. In Georgia, 250 mules uh, visited 24 boxes with an average of five for 300,000 illegally handled absentees. In Arizona, the total numbers were 200,000. In Philadelphia, 1,100 mules visited 50 boxes on average for five ballots for 275,000. And the list goes on and and if if you uh, buy the hypothesis and you buy the numbers four of the five battleground states would have gone differently and Trump would have won the election so are we saying that when they had the runoff election in Georgia that this was being done as well same deal same deal same well, deal that's so significant uh, and it's 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 kind of interesting that at one point in one of the states 
the people, the, uh, the mules, uh, were reported to the FBI, and the FBI tracked, uh, fingerprinted the fingerprints on the ballots and arrested the mules who, whose fingerprints they had in the FBI database. And then two days later, the mules were again photographed dropping off ballots, but they were wearing um, surgical gloves. In My other goodness, words, they've yeah. been tipped off. Right. Well, some people, some people will say, well, how do you know that was all the, they were all Democratic votes? Well, you don't. Right. But, but you don't. But then you have to say, but why, why, why would they be doing this the way it was being done, which is illegal? And, and why would they be depositing the votes at midnight to three in the morning? Obviously, they knew <laughs> what they were doing is illegal. Of course. Uh, in one case, in one city or one state, they, they uh, traced the names of the mules that were based on the, on the phones and found that 67 of the 200 had been involved in the Antifa and the BLM riots. I don't, so the I don't chances think, are that yeah. they were not distributing uh, Trump ballots. No, I don't think anybody would be surprised, of course. I, I just think that, 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 you know, people can make their own judgment, mm-hmm. but it's worth, it's worth seeing. Uh, and, and the question is, well, are you going to overturn the election? I think the answer is probably no. No. Uh, but but the, the second question is, what are you going to do between now and November? to make sure this doesn't happen again. What happens if in the, in the prior to the November election, uh, they tell the mules not to use cell phones? Are we going to leave those drop boxes out on the street? Are we going to do what they did in some states, which is to suspend their election laws because of COVID? Uh, is that why in Philadelphia the, governor, the, the mayor is going back to masking? to create the impression that it's, things are dangerous in Philadelphia, that we have to uh, send out uh, blanket numbers of absentee ballots without requests, spread them all over the place, the same in, in other states. We're going to have to do that because of COVID. Is, is this, uh, there's a, a state representative from Groton, Connecticut, who's, who's uh, promoting the idea that the drop boxes that have been used in Connecticut be permanently located outside town halls and in city streets permanently mm-hmm. that they be there permanently well you have to have uh, some not just uh, temporarily they don't have to have some more safety uh, situations and of course that's why you, there's so many people that are going nuts about the uh, voting rights and this and that because they want to make them safer and naturally they made them into a racist situation of so course. um it's amazing how the pieces of the puzzle all connect so these were being uh, distributed in the middle of the night, it's a wonder yes. that uh, when the mules were coming in, they didn't bump into some illegal immigrants that were just dropped off there. You know, that would have been an interesting combination. Well, I, I would ask the question. The FBI has been aggressive in tracking down um, people who were in Washington, D.C. on January 6th, whether or not they're at the Capitol. Uh, and two women in Norwich were... Uh, were arrested a few days after they visited Washington, D.C. They missed the speech, but apparently they saw a lot of people in the Capitol, and so they went up there. Well, they didn't go up there because Donald Trump told them to go up there because they didn't hear the speech. <laughs> mm-hmm. But they went up anyway. 
and took some cell phone photos, and then they've been arrested, prosecuted, oh, uh, and apparently pleaded uh, guilty uh, to trespass, illegal trespass, or whatever. Why, why is it the FBI has been so aggressive uh, in picking up Ma and Pa Kettle from Indiana who went to Washington on, on January 6th and, and locking folks up, uh, pulling them out of their homes uh, and, and arresting them, and no effort has been made to pursue the the uh, personalities that were involved in this um, documentary. You know, it's interesting. Our greatest freedom, you know, the freedom to vote. Now we were very suspicious of it, and uh, the leaking in the Supreme Court. It's a wonder people are having trouble sleeping nights. Uh, Rob Simmons is with us, and if you would. Um, Hang around. I'm going to take one quick call for you, Rob. Somebody's been on since the get-go. Hi, WIC. Whoops. Are you still there, Rob? Yes, I am. Yep, here. Okay, go right ahead. Hi, Rob. Hi, Rob. Yep. Hey, how we doing? Um, Good. How are you? Could be better. Why don't they just eliminate drop boxes and make people go in in person to to, uh, vote? Why don't they do that? And they'll cut all this nonsense out. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Uh, let me, uh, I, I, last week we had a referendum in Stonington on the budget, and I couldn't be here. I was uh, in Washington, D.C. at Arlington National Cemetery for the funeral service for a military CIA buddy of mine who died and who's, who's, uh, who's from Ukraine, as it turns out. He's a Ukrainian refugee who came out after World War II. And his service to America was so substantial that he was allowed to be buried in Arlington National Cemetery with full military, um, uh, you know, the full military ceremony. Mm-hmm. And so I couldn't, I couldn't vote, so I voted absentee. I went to the town hall, went to the clerk, uh, received the ballot, took it home, filled it out, sealed it, and then went back to town hall a day or two later uh, and gave it to the clerk, and she stamped it in. Now, there there was a box outside Town Hall uh, that, that has got the symbol of the state of Connecticut on it. There's a drop box. Uh, I, I'm not going to put it in that drop box. Why would I do that um, when when the Town Hall is open? And, and I could have either mailed it to the, to the Town Hall, in which case it, it would have been delivered in the mail, or go in and, and get it stamped and certified. Uh, I think that those drop boxes now have become a symbol of corruption. Because if you see this movie, you will see how these drop boxes, in my opinion, were, were, uh, were used uh, to provide access to our elections. That was illegal. It's, it's legal for me, for example, to carry the absentee ballot of my wife if she's incapable of taking it to town hall but it's it's verified and checked by the staff but it's not legal to um to harvest votes of absentee ballots in the hundreds and thousands which apparently was done let me ask you this rob and uh, you know i've heard about from a listener and i've heard it from you and i certainly uh are waking up to what's going on in that respect but why aren't we hearing this on, unless I missed it, on Fox News or some of the conservative talk shows? Are they afraid to jump into this? Yep, of course. I think so. I've only found one, one print paper that covers it, and I've, I've told you that it was the, um, 
the Epic Times, which I get because I'm mm-hmm. interested in their reporting on China. I get I that. I find their reporting on China very I get it, too, everyone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they did it. Nobody else did. But I'll tell you something else interesting that happened. I, I initially went on the Lee Elsie show last week to talk a little bit about this. I hadn't seen the movie, but I told the audience that I planned to go see it Monday of this week. And, in fact, Lee came up to see it as well. And I told them, I go online and, and check it out. And I checked online, and there were a number of, of um, articles and, and, and stories, not so much in print media, but from various uh, sources. I went back online this morning prior to the show and discovered they'd all been deleted. I, w- I used Google. I went on Google to do a Google search. Mm-hmm. They'd all been deleted. Of course. Uh, with the exception of one or two, and then there were a bunch of stories by PolitiFact uh, rebutting the whole story of 2,000 mules. So, so listen up, folks. Our, our social media is corrupted. Uh, our, our Wikipedia is corrupted. They, they removed the uh, information on the Hunter Biden uh, company uh, that received money from the Chinese, and the explanation of Wikipedia when they were challenged on that was, well, it's not really an important story. So they took the whole that whole piece of the Hunter Biden story off of Wikipedia, and then what I'm uh, suggesting is Google took a whole bunch of information on the 2,000 mules off of Wikipedia. So, so this is taking place at a time when the Biden administration now is creating in the Homeland Security Department. An office of disinformation. Oh boy, that's another. F- An office of disinformation. Uh, the the head of the new office of disinformation is a woman who has gone on national level TV to say that the Hunter Biden laptop is a Russian influence operation. Well, we all know that that's not true. We just know that's not true, and yet. She is on record as saying this, and now she has been chosen, Nita Jankowicz has been chosen to head up Biden's big brother-like disinformation government board, the DGB. Um, Why is the Department of Homeland Security, which should be focusing, let's say, on the border, (laughs) should be focusing on the open border and the illegal activity taking place on the open border. It's not just people coming into this country, but it's drugs and human trafficking, which they are totally incapable of dealing with. Why are they suddenly now creating a a, um, department of disinformation? Well, that's because of Musk and the uh, inevitable takeover of... uh, 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 Very interesting. Yeah, so, good timing, so huh? Why is it that American citizens aren't able to make these decisions themselves? Why do we need the government, uh, a disinformation bureau, to monitor and probably spike certain stories that, that the American people just shouldn't be exposed to? In other words... I guess, we're, I guess, Stu, we're just too stupid to figure it out. In other words, continuing what they've been doing. Yes, exactly. A disinformation governance board in the Department of Homeland Security. I I was involved in Washington D.C. when the when the Department of Homeland Security was created, and TSA was the biggest the biggest issue. It was air, airline security. Uh, one of my colleagues in Washington used to say TSA is the face 
of the Department of Homeland Security, and it's an ugly face. I mean, it was it was very disruptive to travelers. Now I guess we're kind of used to it. Um, but but this uh, Department of Homeland Security has a fundamental responsibility to make sure that our borders are secure. Let me ask you, Stu, you've been around for a while. How are they doing? I'll tell you, when you hear the Homeland Security guy, he can't answer a question. He's got to do yeah. a dance. It's, it's, it's horrible. It's just well, a horrible and, situation. And I would say they're not doing the job. They're not doing their job. And, and do we need them to tell us what we can think and say? I don't think so. This is outrageous, an outrageous situation to occur in our country. Well, it's a good it's thing we an outrageous situation. It's a good thing we stopped the uh, parent, uh, the parents uh, from speaking up in the in the school boards. Uh, we wouldn't have known they were terrorists if it wasn't for them. They, the parents are terrorists because mm. they're speaking out on the education of their <laughs> children. But then the question: Are they really their children, or do they belong to the state? I got to take a little break. Uh, we got this hour is going too quickly as it always does with you, Rob. I'll be right back. Rob Simmons, the Colonel, is here with us. Fox News commentary. President Biden calls his predecessor a plague, but the real plague is happening right now. I'm Joe Concha. More next. Economists are warning that sanctions against Russia could trigger devastating inflation, worse than the current 40-year highs. Hi, this is Stephen K. Bannon, and I urge you to protect your savings right now with a gold IRA through Birch Gold, the only company I trust for gold. Just text the word SHELTER to 989898 to get a free info kit on how to protect your savings with gold. Again, text SHELTER to 989898. It's the first time the president attended this dinner in six years. It's understandable. We had a horrible plague, followed by two years of COVID. Hilarious. So tell me, did a horrible plague during the Trump years include inflation at a 40-year high? Did we have gas prices as high as $6 a gallon, as some analysts are predicting for the summer? Did a horrible plague during the Trump years include more officers being targeted than they have in decades? More than 100 police officers have been shot in the line of duty in 2022. That is a 63 percent jump from 2020 was the u.s southern border under the horrible plague allowing more than two million illegal migrants to enter this country as it did last year under this administration nope president biden got a rousing reception from journalists regardless at the white house correspondence dinner all while getting a bronx cheer from the american people i'm joe concha Eat in the street in New London tonight. Rain or shine on Bank Street in New London. Celebrate Cinco de Mayo with great food and entertainment. Bank Street will be closed from 4 to 10 p.m. for this event sponsored by Foxwoods Resort Casino, the City of New London, and the Downtown New London Association. It's a family event with roaming entertainment, a Cinco de Mayo trivia quiz, food trucks, and the Latin salsa band Combo Loco will be performing at the Hygienic Art Park. $5 parking at the Water Street Garage for this event. Go to downtownnewlondonassociation.com for more information. Are you making multiple trips to the pharmacy each month, taking up your precious time? It's time for you to simplify. I'm Sandra Grillo from Utley & Jones Pharmacy, here to tell you about our exciting refill coordination program called Simplify My Meds. With Simplify My Meds, you won't worry about running short of pills or running out of refills. Our pharmacists and staff will check with you every month, review your medications, vitamins, supplements, and call your doctors to get refills for you. 
With Simplify My Meds, you can get all of your prescriptions filled at the same time every month. You can have the convenience of a single monthly trip to the pharmacy or delivery to your home or office. Isn't it time for you to simplify your life? Isn't it time for you to come into Utley & Jones Pharmacy? That's Utley & Jones Pharmacy, 112 Lafayette Street, Norwich, and online at www.utleyandjones.com. All right, WICH, few more minutes with uh, the Colonel, Rob Simmons, who would have made a great president. I don't know if you'd want that stress, but uh, at one time, did you think about it? I'm trying hard to be a good husband and a good father and a good grandfather. It's a full-time job, Stu, and it's something that I can actually do something about. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'll tell you, I want to just... Uh, I was thinking if I was, uh, you know, mentioning this 3,000 Mules, I would say, look, it's being played in certain theaters. Obviously, it's been blocked in certain places. You won't hear about it. Why don't you take a look at it online and in the theater and then make up your own mind? That's exactly what I'm saying. That's all. That's, that's, that's all. That's exactly what I'm saying. I Look, I, I went to see it. Uh, Lee Elsie went to see it. My wife went to see it. There were hundreds of people in the theater who had gone there, who'd learned about it and gone there, and a lot more people are going to be able to see it Saturday online in the comfort of their own home. View it yourself. Yep. Okay. Just You, you, you know, the American people aren't stupid. View it yourself and see if it, if it, if it raises any concerns. If it doesn't, well, God bless you. Uh, that's fine. But with me, it raised some real concerns. We've heard this, the, uh, the expression harvesting, and I think we get a little uh, confused with it. This, uh, you're, you're talking here with harvesting in the middle of the night, and Thousands yeah. and thousands of votes, can, but if you if that's not the system that they're what do you mean by harvesting? That is the what what we mean. Well, that's by that. that's what you're and, talking about. Okay. And there are certain situations where, uh, you know, a a family can have several family members voting by absentee, and a family member can take the absentee votes of a family member to the town hall or or post them in the mail, that's not the issue. The issue is why is it that individuals who are identified by their cell phone pings travel throughout an urban area like Philadelphia to 50 different boxes and are caught on camera Mm -hmm. stuffing four or five ballots into each box? That is illegal. They're not doing it for their family. They're doing it for somebody who pays them to do it and somebody who has aggregated those ballots. And one of the more more shocking scenes in the in the documentary is an elderly woman in an old folks home with her family. She is lying in a chair with her eyes closed and her mouth open and she doesn't even look alive. And she's been in that old folks home for several years. And she voted. And the family is saying, we love her and we we care for her and we thought she was safe here. But she can't vote. She can't talk. Mm -hmm. She can't see. She doesn't even, we're family members, she doesn't even know who we are. That's pretty sick stuff. Pretty sick stuff. And think about this. We all care for our aging parents. We often find a place for them to be cared for. I have a sister who is sick with cancer. I found a place for her to be cared for for the last two months, two years of her life. I would hate to think 
that she and others like her would be taken advantage of by the staff. Mm-hmm. The staff are supposed to, to care for the clients or the patients or the people that are in public housing or, or in old folks' homes. They're supposed to care for them, nursing homes, care for them. But if they are, if they are gathering up their ballots and casting votes in their name and then taking those absentee ballots and, and batching them up and giving them to distributors called mules to, to pass around to 30 or 40 drop boxes around the town or the city, that's not caring for them. That's, that's abusing from them. That is stealing from them their, their God-given right to cast a vote in the United States of America. I have a very it's dear friend. I have a very dear friend who lives in Florida, and when we were talking, comes on my show once in a while. He's a sheriff, and we talk about some things that are going on there, and he said he started to talk about um, he doesn't like the governor, the anti-gay bill, and I said, look, Jeff, that's not true. It's not an anti-gay bill. So many people think it because that's been what's been pushed on them. And I can't believe, and I like to be open-minded, but I can't believe, and if somebody has a different opinion, oh, they can do that on the show, how anybody could be in favor of kindergarten to third graders getting lectured by a teacher about their gender and sex. Yeah. And why do people think the governor's so bad because he doesn't want to do that? I don't know. What are we, where are we going with this? It's, it's, uh... And it's not an, it's not an anti-gay bill. There's an old saying that, that, um, a teacher, and I, I taught at Yale and UConn, there's an old saying that a teacher serves in loco parentis, in the place of a parent, that you have certain responsibilities as a teacher to be like a parent, but that does not mean that the teacher in kindergarten, elementary, and secondary school (coughs) assumes all the responsibilities of a parent. They don't. They don't. When you get to college, uh, you're a college-age student <laughs> has a little more life experience and a little more wherewithal to make uh, some decisions about these things. But a four- or five-year-old kid just entering the school system, why, why are they being exposed to stuff that they hardly can understand? Well, there, could I, be, yeah, there could be some teachers. have every right, I think, to object and mm-hmm. express their objections to that. Some parents may want to throw their uh, some teachers may want to throw their uh, political viewpoints onto kids I think I hopefully most wouldn't but there are some that uh, do that and that shouldn't be allowed well it's it's irresponsible and and you know there's a big problem with our <coughs> uh, college level academic institutions that were at one time were charged with what they called academic freedom and the whole purpose of academic freedom was not to shut down discussion and debate because it's discussion and debate through which you you arrive at truth. You know, you have a thesis, you have a antithesis, and the thesis and the antithesis compete. And you discuss and debate, and you eventually come to what they call a synthesis, which is a a a, a truthful uh, accommodation of both sides uh, that that more or less comes down the middle. Now. Now, if you have a thesis that is accepted by your college professor, you don't want to go against it if you're a student. You're going to get a bad grade. We hear all the people lose their you're jobs. You're going to get a bad grade. And if you invite uh, certain individuals like Dinesh D'Souza to come to your college, the students are going to riot. Even the law students, the law school students at Yale, shouted down a professor whose, whose topic was freedom of speech. <laughs> These are Yale students that 
at Yale. Of course, we bear in mind Bill Clinton and Hillary both graduated from Yale Law. Uh, I didn't know it was that bad when I was teaching at Yale, but apparently at the Yale Law School, it is. Well, hypocritical is at its uh, highest form these days, although it's been kicking around for a long time. Speaking well, still, of, we don't have much time left, but I, I mm-hmm. did uh, I did want to, to uh, let you know and let your listeners know that uh, this is an issue that could be addressed by the Connecticut General Assembly here in Connecticut. The Connecticut General Assembly, which is in the final days of deliberation on the budget, <clears throat> could address the issue of, of um, drop boxes and lack of control over absentee ballots in the fall election. They could and they should. They should. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm reading the Hartford Current here, April 29th, that was last Friday. On the agenda in the final hours of deliberation of the Connecticut General Assembly during this legislative, the 20, 2022 legislative session, on the, on the uh, table for discussion and consideration is whether or not to designate the state candy as a lollipop. <laughs> Boy, we are a bunch of suckers, aren't we? <laughs> oh, my God. Now, now, the lollipop was invented in 1908 by a New Haven resident. And a bunch of kids in the elementary school in Fairfield apparently contacted, fourth graders contacted their state representative who has introduced a bill which is now under consideration in the legislation, in the legislature in the final hours Mm -hmm. of the legislature should the lollipop be the state candy? I mean, hello? That's a tough one, huh? Well, this is this is, this is just it it boggles your mind. Well, maybe it should be the nutty buddy they asked the secretary. They asked the speaker of the house, Matt Ritter. Uh, he was asked by Chris Keating of the Hartford Current, um, "What what is going on here? Why are we doing this?" And Ritter responded, "What the lollipop is the state candy? Why why I, I don't know. Was that debated? Uh, I'll have to look into that. I don't know about that." Well, if they vote, they'll probably have paper boxes. So so the speaker of the house doesn't know that members of his body are seriously concerned about whether or not the lollipop becomes the state candy mm-hmm. in this legislative session. Don't bother me with lockboxes and voting irregularities. That's, that's really... We all know that, that voting is perfectly safe. The president said so, right? <laughs> the president said well, so. That would Biden make, said so. That would make the you suspicious. election in history. So let's get back and work on the lollipop as the state candy. All right. I want you to have a terrific day, Rob, and thanks for taking the time. You bet. You take care. Keep in touch. The Colonel Rob Simmons on WICH. Let's get ready for the news and all your opinions coming up. How do you make the most of your land? Shaw does it behind the wheel of a John Deere 1025R compact tractor. Why do I go by Shaw? Shaw stands for skilled hands at work. And he lives up to the name as he uses his versatile tractor to make the earth take the shape that I wanted to take. I love it. But the Hubbards use their 1025R to do both vegetables and my flowers as well. It's exciting putting yourself out there, learning something new. 
and the Allens fire up their John Deere 3032E compact tractor to grow about nine acres of cut flowers. And they all have fun names like Steve Cornell Bronze, Judge the Dahlia Man. Because the beauty of having land is deciding how to make it yours. I want to make my yard look beautiful. There are millions of ways to make the most of your land. How will you make the most of yours? Nothing runs like a deer. D.H. Marvin has been a John Deere dealer for over 85 years. They're accepting orders now for the 2022 season. See D.H. Marvin, South Main Street in Colchester today. If you missed any of the interview, you can hear it uh, later this afternoon. It'll be posted on our podcast, WICH.com. WICH AM 1310 in Norwich, and now we're on FM 294.5 W233DB in Norwich. Your opinions after the news. CBS News on the Hour, your home for original reporting. I'm Steve Kathan. The World Health Organization says a lot more people have died due to the COVID pandemic than the official figure of 6 million. CBS's Dr. David Agus. These are either people killed directly by the coronavirus or were impacted by an overwhelmed health care system that couldn't care for things like their heart disease, cancer, etc. That number was 15 million. A COVID outbreak has dozens of people quarantined on a Carnival cruise ship docked now in Seattle. Darren Sievertson is among those who've tested positive. Unfortunately, this ship was so unprepared and so mismanaged that many of us suffered greatly. Carnival confirmed the outbreak but has not provided specifics. They're assessing damage today in the Oklahoma City area after a tornado tossed things up yesterday. Teacher Tiffany Coker rode things out with her family and others at a school in Seminole. As the storm hit, it seemed like it lasted forever and it started to pull the vault door open. My husband and my 15-year-old son held the vault door shut as the tornado was going over. Russia's invasion of Ukraine has been deadly for Moscow's top brass. CBS's Cami McCormick at the Pentagon. A U.S. memo specifically bars U.S. intelligence from targeting specific personnel. That would include Russian generals. But the U.S. is providing intelligence, and that could include information on command posts where Russian generals might be located. The New York Times is reporting the Ukrainians have killed as many as 12 Russian generals. But it isn't clear how many of them may have died due to U.S. intelligence. In Alabama, authorities say the jail employee accused of helping an inmate escape had visited visited him several times in prison. It's obvious she participated in this, and, and my guess would be that she probably orchestrated the whole thing. Sheriff Rick Singleton. Eventually, somebody's going to see him, and it is going to be them. And uh, that's how we're going to probably catch him. In the face of book banning efforts in some communities and schools, the public library in Nashville, Tennessee, is launching a program to make sure those books are available. Spokesman Ed Brown. A lot of people don't want to read these books. They don't want their children to have to read these books or forced to read these books, and that's fine. But there are a lot of people who do, and we want to be there for the people who do want to read these materials. A new filing indicates Elon Musk has scared up more than $7 billion in commitments from a host of investors, and he's in ongoing talks with others, including the former Twitter CEO Jack Dorsey, as he tries to buy Twitter. Wall Street right now, the Dow is down 846 points. NASDAQ is down 517. This is CBS News. There's always something new under the sun. CBS Mornings, weekdays on CBS. 
Rob tried to manage his constipation with belly pain, discomfort, and bloating day after day. After realizing it was irritable bowel syndrome with constipation or IBSC, he found another way and finally said yes to adding Linzess. Linzess or linaclotide is a prescription medicine that treats IBSC in adults. Linzess works differently than laxatives. It lets you have more frequent and complete bowel movements and helps relieve overall abdominal symptoms, belly pain, discomfort, and bloating. These symptoms were studied in combination, not individually. Do not give Linzess to children less than two years old. It may harm them. Do not take Linzess if you have a bowel blockage. Get immediate help if you develop unusual or severe stomach pain, especially with bloody or black stools. The most common side effect is diarrhea, sometimes severe. If it's severe, stop taking Linzess and call your doctor right away. Other side effects include gas, stomach area pain, and swelling. There could be more to your story with IBSC. Talk to a doctor today. Say yes to Linzess. Learn more at Linzess.com or call 1-800-L-I-N-Z-E-S-S. Sponsored by Abby and Ironwood Pharmaceuticals. It's time for the number one talk show of Eastern Connecticut and Southern Rhode Island. The Stu Breyer Potpourri Talk Show on 1310 WICH. Now here's Stu Breyer. Remember on this program, all opinions are welcome. So if you have an opinion on the, the last hour with uh, Rob or for or against some of the things he said or you don't agree with them, you're welcome to call in. That's what this show's all about. Or you can agree, and he's a very popular guest. People say, when's he coming on? When's he coming on? You're on the air. Welcome. Hi. Hi, hi there. Um, I, I don't think he answered my question. I asked him, um, why not just pick the, the drop boxes up, eliminate them? Well, and uh, and you know find another way to either either uh, send people to the homes if they can't get out of their house or whatever. But but he didn't answer. I my don't think question. there was an answer, and I I probably uh, it would be like millions to one that they'd ever do that. Well, it, it's a, it's a solution. Mm-hmm. They should do that. Well, it should go there. back to paper ballots. People should go in and vote. That would yeah, be great. That's right. That's right. But but if they can't, if they're not well enough, mm-hmm. uh, they should send somebody to the house if they're notified. Yeah, um, I suppose if they're notified, uh, yeah. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. But uh, as far as the the uh, paper ballots and, and that in the uh, ballot boxes, which I never use, um, they sh- they really should pick them up. If they're having a, that kind of a problem with mm-hmm. them, somehow I don't think they are. Okay, no, listen. Uh, anything that would make it more honest would be uh, fine yeah. with me. Well, I asked them that. You know, I absentee. Said, Why not just eliminate? Well, we the have absentee box. ballots for people who are, uh, you know, in a health problem, yeah, right? And that's well, been going on. So that's right. You can still right. do that. And everybody else will have to go in and vote. Yeah, that's how it was supposed to be. Right. That's what I Absentee think. Absentee ballots. Uh, but now, you know, they want everybody to keep getting ballots and ballots and more ballots. And there's been some problems, obviously. Yeah, obviously there has been. Mm-hmm. But I think they ought to eliminate those drop boxes. All right. Thank you. Okay. Hi. Good morning to you. Welcome. Happy uh, Cinco de Mayo. Hey, Stu. Yes, sir. The the ballot boxes, the paper drop-offs. Mm-hmm. We, we, you, you know the answer to that. 
pretty much. If they, if they eliminate that, it's a hate crime racist thing. Of course, everything they make everything a racist thing, which is... You know the answer to that. that and Trump said it from the get-go. Those paper ballots can be rigged. Now, the absentee ballots, those have been around forever. Those are different. Those are different. I don't know if people realize that. You ask for that. You mm-hmm. get that. You yes. sign for that. Yes. You do that. And that's how it those was. Those ones that were dropped, anybody could have sent those in. And they, the Democrats don't want to get rid of those. That was their ace in the hole right there. We all know that. I agree with you. And uh, I hate to I hate to as, uh, uh, think that's real, uh, but I agree Simmons, with you. Uh, I mean, he's he, he he's pretty much saying what the the story is, but still, we're a little town. How many people heard him through the country? And and the big media is cutting all this information off to the to the whole country. So I don't know. What do you think? So you think our hands are tied? Well, I said keep fighting the good fight. And, yeah. you know, more the more people that talk about it and at least give people the opportunity to look at all sides because there uh, are some places you get information. There's not another side. I'm starting to think, well, I, I'm starting to think what the government wants, the government's going to get. It's, it's uh, well, they wanted, you know, I try to be a little optimistic, but... I mean, look what's happening still. Well, it's we're obvious losing, they want to lose in our country. It's obviously they want to shut up people with different points of view. I mean, that's yeah. obvious. Well, you know my opinion. I won't. I won't hold you up here, Stu. All right. I, I keep listening, though. Thank you. All right, bud. Beautiful spring day. You're on the air. Hi. Oh, hi, Stu. Hi there. He did a really great. Um, well, he really just said it all. No. I mean, I see. I tell you true stuff, but you know what the problem is. Truth is stranger than fiction, and actually, the name of the movie is well, stupid too. You know, not everything, not everything you hear and read is true. But this particular case, it really does exist. Well, the two thousand mules, and uh, there's some evidence to it, and people should watch it and make their own decision. And yeah, it is the cancel culture, and they are trying to keep it quiet. Um, it, but Rob Simmons did answer the question at the very end. When he, at the end of your interview, when he was saying they should take it up in the General Assembly, because you're talking about how can we, you know, make sure the ballots and everything are, are you know, right and, and fair and, and the whole deal. Mm-hmm. And he said, oh, no, instead they're doing a lollipop uh, vote. Yeah. And, you know, like he's basically said they should be taking this up instead. For safe balance. Yeah, there are more. There are more important priorities, obviously. But um, you can go to the lollipops if you want. Oh yeah, and you know what I find very, very odd. Uh, oh, and I did find some of them newspapers, and I'll do them later today if that's okay. But I do have one that pertains to what's going on right now. This was in the New York Ledger, April 11th, 1885. Oh, that was a good year, yeah. And Mm -hmm. the Bible says there's nothing new under the sun. And it's true. And history repeats itself. Listen to this. Good news from Chicago. Two men called politicians were convicted some days ago in Chicago of the crime of ballot box Duffing. Oh, there you go. Yeah, and we're sent. Yeah, but listen to this. Sentenced to pay 
$5,000 each. That was in 1885. Well, that, that's like a million dollars today. Yeah. And to undergo two years confinement in the penitentiary. Mm-hmm. Chicago, during the short period of its existence, has never sent abroad a piece of news more important and more gratifying than this. And then it goes on. But I'm like, 5000 Wow. And there's all kinds of little articles in there. No, well, there should be very stiff fines for anybody that does anything illegal when it comes to voting. Yep. And That's and, the only and, way it'll stop. And here's one. Okay, well, we all know uh, California had gold. Back, you know, because they had the 1849 gold rush and all that. But um, it says how a man worth 50 million enjoys himself from California paper. Ex governor, now senator, select Sanford. Stanford. Now he he was running a horse farm mm-hmm. uh, right after my own heart. And somebody went there, and they thought it was a waste of time. You got all that money, and all you want to do is have a horse farm. And you know what he said at the end. What do you say, partner? He says, um, I, okay, all right, probably, all right. You see, I don't care for what you fellows call society. The sort of amusement that most people enjoy. I don't care for cards. It is no pleasure to me. I have money enough, and I don't want to make any more. I'm too old for that pleasure of the table. And the fact is, this is about the only enjoyment I have and um, he was raising, um, well, obviously, thoroughbred horses on his farm out there. But, I mean, that was California, 1885. There oh, was okay. a plenty of area for that. Okay, but, I gotta, I gotta, I'm going to have to run. I'll talk yeah, to you later, uh, though. Yeah, I'll do some more later. All right, thank you. Yep. Hello, welcome to the program. Hi there. Hi, Stu. Yes, sir. Yes, I, you know, I was listening to uh, the former uh, uh, Rob Simmons. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm just going to take take away from the program a little bit. Sure. You know, I just want to know as much as uh, the governors in you know, in the state of Connecticut and and and, and, uh, and the government of the United States to get that girl over there in Russia, the basketball player. I just want to know if anyone will take take or take or put a take on you know. Yeah. Well, certainly we want to get her home. She's in there. She didn't obviously do anything and it's I understand just but I, you know, I just want to know how much is the government of the United States you know has it been somebody else uh, I don't know they just recently got somebody else out from Russia and uh, hopefully they're going to uh, work very hard to get her we'll have to give up something for him for okay. her I should say and I hope that materializes oh thank you sir if anybody wants to comment about that I'm, I'm sitting here listening to you. Love uh, you, show. All right, sir. Thank you. And believe me, we she's in our heart. We want her. We want to get her out of there. Oh yeah. All right. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. They've got a gal in jail, a Russian, uh, not a, an American basketball player, and uh, Putin's going to use her for some kind of trade or something. You're on the air. Welcome. Hi, Sue. Hi um, there. I know we're trying to talk about voter fraud or. You know, stuff that's a little bit lighter than this again, but uh, okay, I, I feel the need to talk about this because uh, yesterday President Biden had a press conference where he, uh, in response to this leaked document, he's not complaining about the fact that it was leaked. He's no. complaining. Uh, he's upset that uh, the MAGA movement is, his words, the most extreme political movement in American history, more extreme than Black Lives Matter or Antifa, more extreme than the Nation of Islam. 
yet more extreme than even mm-hmm. the KKK or the Confederacy. It is the most extreme movement, according to him. It's pretty sick stuff, now, isn't it? Pretty sick is what they're defending. Yeah. They're going after what they what, what, what these senators and what these, these congressmen and all these, these activists want. They don't want to have some kind of abortion policy like they have in Europe, where you get whatever it is for uh, the elective stuff, and then if you want a later abortion, there has to be like some kind of regulations that are met. You know, so that, you, so that they're trying to prevent things like eugenics. Uh, you know, if you, if you get your tested for gender, you get tested for Down syndrome, you get tested for a number of things, you shouldn't be allowed to get an abortion without a health exception. Okay, that's, that's, they're not pushing for this. This would be what this would be their chance to codify Roe versus Wade into law while putting in restrictions on stuff that would be considered eugenics. Instead, they want nine months of unrestricted, unfettered access to abortion, which there is no reasonable person on this planet who could say, who could argue, that what these people are doing is anything less than evil. As far as I'm concerned, they need to be expunged from public life. All of them. Well, I'm Every last one. Totally, against, totally against late-term abortion, and when people call up and they say, well, we have the right, and, you know, that's debatable, of course. You know what? It was my body when I was when I was a baby. It was my body too. Well, you know, all so right. if you want to if you want to codify Roe versus Wade into law, what you do is all the way until we, you, you figure out one of the point of, of viabilities. You try to pinpoint that, and then but if you do it in the in the first few months, if you test for Down syndrome, no more. If you test for gender, you know you get the little ultra skin. The doctor should be asking, "Do you want to know the gender?" If you know the gender, it should be marked down, and now you no longer can can get a, uh, an elective abortion because. This stuff boils down to eugenics, gender selection, selecting people for, oh, that, that, that defect that we don't want. Not a defect that will destroy the life. There's plenty of people with Down syndrome. You go to stop and shop, they hire them. They seem like wonderful people. Of and there's all these other things, those defects that we, what if the defect is, what if they find out how to find out if you're gay or a transgender? Are they going to be in favor of people aborting then? Probably not. But you can abort for Down syndrome. As far as I'm concerned, I don't think that there's one argument that anybody and any one of your callers can make. What these Democrats want is nothing short of evil, and they should not be they should not be in public life. They should be publicly humiliated, voted out of office, and they should never be in a position of power ever again. All right, sir. <clears throat> Excuse me. Thanks for sharing your opinion. I appreciate it. I am definitely against late-term abortion. It's funny when somebody says, "You know, it's my body, my life," and I understand. I understand. You know, I'm not. Go in there, but I do believe late-term abortion—that's too over the top. And anybody I've ever spoken to who says I'm pro-abortion, it's my body. Okay, fine. But then I ask about late-term abortion, and, and they don't want to answer me about that because most people don't agree with that. Hi, welcome to the program. Hey, Hi. Joe, how you doing? All right, thank you. That gentleman that called about the basketball player over there mm-hmm. in Russia. Uh, you know, I'm surprised with Claiborne, the big mouth and all that. You know, Black Lives Matter ain't making an issue out of it. Oh, she's African-American and the United States ain't doing nothing to get her out. But yet if a cop shoots somebody, they're all over the friggin' place. <laughs> you know, well, I'm surprised at that. I would like to see some peaceful demonstrations about that, what uh, Russia is doing. Uh, their evil I mean, the deed. Whole, the whole thing is just, you know, bogus. You know, but I'm surprised that Black Lives Matter, any time a police officer who's out there to protect this, they do a shooting that's involved and whatnot, like the lady uh, police officer in Minnesota where she made the mistake. The point of the matter is, like Larry um, Elder says, who ran for governor in California, he says, all you've got to do is comply. 
you don't need to argue with the police or, or run from them or fight from them. You know, it doesn't make any sense. You know, well, that doesn't make any sense. But still, just settle in. You court. Still, you can't shoot somebody unless you feel that your own life or somebody else's life is in jeopardy. Yeah, yeah, but what I'm saying is when you're stopped and whatnot, you comply. You don't. I don't understand why they don't. You don't turn the heat up. I, mean, I, don't, I know why they don't. It's the way they're brought up. Well, That's the way my pick and my, my, my son-in-law, you know, he he's like uh, whatever, but he tells my, he basically tells my grandson who's 20, well, you argue if you're wrong. No, you don't do that. You comply. Hammer it out in court later. Everybody's alive and everything's okie-dokie. Why, you know, ratchet up the situation, you know? It doesn't make any sense. Well, I know any time I've been stopped, I've I just say yes sir, yes sir, yes sir. Get my license, and you know, they just they don't yeah. want to hear any lip. They don't want to hear anything. Yeah, they're just doing the job, and and, and they got you got to and you got to argue. You're not going to win an argument with a police officer. And look, that thing with the state trooper that's been charged. I, I mean, that's like yeah, the guy was doing a lot wrong, but when if, if he was in his car and the knife was sitting in him or even in his hand, he was in the car. He wasn't out lunging at the officer. So I kind of like a little bit on the fence on that one. All right, Stu, have a good day. All right, thank you. See, you got to hear the whole story. you know, And that's the problem. People start going berserk without getting all of the information. And even when you do, you don't do that. You let the, uh, the courts handle it. Hmm? We have seen some overreaction in so many cases through the years, and it's hurt so many people. It's an open forum. I want to hear from you, 889-5252. Our WICH weather is terrific. I don't think I need to say anything more. we got sunshine today. We've got um, warm temperatures. We could hit about 72 degrees. Tomorrow a little cooler, but still good. 64 at the moment. Make this the winter of you with Audible. Listen to the latest thrillers, motivation, wellness, and more with podcasts, audiobooks, and originals all in one app. Sign up and start free at audible.com. Rising prices are everywhere. Gas and groceries have escalated, and no one knows when they'll come down. Isn't it nice to know that Bill's Bedding has furniture and bedding that are at the lowest prices you'll find anywhere? How about a luxurious wall-away recliner in leather-look microfiber by Ashley for only $399? Or a cozy queen-size mattress for $449? Get a Lazy Boy reclining sofa in stain-resistant microfiber for $1,399. For our elderly customers, we have chair lifts starting at $799. And you can use the Bill's Bedding 12-month equal pay plan with no interest or finance fees. Remember, Bill's Bedding has free local delivery that makes your purchase even more affordable. Stop in today and save on your next furniture and bedding purchase. Beat the high prices at the big box stores only at Bill's Bedding and Furniture, Route 12 in Danielson. Online at BillsBedding.com. Spring is here, and now is the time to get your home looking its best. And that means protecting your biggest investment with interior and exterior painting by Joe Tambora Painting. Joe Tambora Painting is a full-service residential and commercial painting company that has been serving customers with the highest quality painting in New London County and beyond since 2001. Joe Tambora Painting is committed to excellence, and that means your job will start on schedule and finish on schedule. And Joe and his crew of experienced painters will take all aspects of the job, from prepping to 
cleanup seriously. Joe Tambora Painting also offers power washing, light carpentry, drywall, staining, wallpaper removal, and installation, and can make your home the envy of your neighborhood. Joe Tambora Painting does the highest quality work at a reasonable cost and is committed to excellence. There is no job too big or small. Call Joe Tambora Painting today for a free estimate at 860-886-8150. That's Joe Tambora Painting. Call today, 860-886-8150. And ask Summer and Joe. Dairy Queen are the perfect fit. Nothing makes kids and adults smile ear-to-ear like a treat from Dairy Queen in Taftville. A DQ Sunday peanut buster parfait, banana split, the incomparable blizzard, and the DQ cake are just a few of the soft-serve treats that has made Dairy Queen in Taftville a mainstay destination for almost 50 years. DQ also grills up some great burgers, chicken, and hot dogs. This summer, make DQ a must-stop. Dairy Queen, fan food, not fast food. Norwich Avenue in Taftville. Hey, this year when we have our gathering at Dairy Queen in Taftville, I will have a blizzard. I save it all up for that day. It's going to be 11 to 1. Dairy Queen in Taftville, you're all invited, WICH listeners. It's a listener appreciation day. See you there. You meet some of our callers. If you want to just kind of stand back and watch things, whatever you want to do. But you're all going to get free ice cream. You're on the air. Welcome. Hello there, Stu. Hi there. What's on your mind? Uh, I want to know if the legislators uh, passed that log last night to take the taxes off of uh, retirement checks. Taxes off the retirement checks. Not aware of that. I haven't heard that they did. I I don't know. Uh, Anybody out there knows anything about that, I'm going to give you a ring. Sure. Thank you. That would be good. Thank you. Don't remember talking about that one. Well, you can't get everything in, but if anybody has an update on it, that would be good. Like, what did I do with my glasses? That's my next question. Oh, here they are. Under my nose. Getting a little shade. What else? Um, the Connecticut House of Representatives passed a bill establishing Juneteenth Independence Day as a legal holiday in the state. The bill was passed 148 to 1. With two House members absent or not voting, the state Senate had passed the bill 35 to 1 on Tuesday. State Senator Rob Sampson of Walcott and Representative Gail Mastra wow, what a long name. Mastra Francesco were the only people to vote against the bill in their respective chambers. So good for Connecticut. Welcome to the program. Hi, you're on the air. Oh, hi. How are you? Okay, good, good. So, our our illustrious president yesterday first said the MAGA organization is extremely dangerous. First of all, it's a movement, not an organization. Mm-hmm. It's not like BLM or Antifa, which are organizations. Um, and then he talked about LBTQ, whatever, um, that, you know, the MAGA organization is going to ban those children and have them in separate classrooms. No, we don't want them in the same bathroom. If you were a a boy, a, a biological male, and you say that you're a female, I don't want you in the same bathroom or, in particular, in the same um, dressing room as my granddaughter, period. 
You know, you can be in the same classroom. I have no problem with that. You know, you're a boy that wants to dress like a girl or a girl that dresses like a boy. No problem. So um, I think that the, that our president and the Democrats are really going um, crazy over this stuff. This is all about it's midterms, and they're going to say anything and everything and hoping if they throw it up on the ceiling, it'll stick. And sadly, it does. I mean, this this disinformation person, mm-hmm. I yeah. mean, you know, she has said some of these really crazy things. She would be the last before. person you would have do and, that. You know, now she's going to be in charge of disinformation. Give me a break. You know, the Republicans are the disinformation people is one of the things she said or something to that effect. No, no. Um we really, we need those of us who don't believe this stuff have to get up there and have our voices heard. You know, I am against abortion because I believe that when you get pregnant, you're having a baby. You're not having a fetus. And yes, you can get pregnant without, without expecting it. You know, it does happen. But then you, you know, I think it's God's gift. It's, you know, God is giving you a blessing and, and therefore you're pregnant. I can understand if you, if you can raise or, you know, I can understand that, that there is an issue at that point. Why, why should and that I make any difference? Why should that make any difference? I mean, I understand the point when somebody says that, but it's still a baby. Yeah. But. Well, and that's the whole thing. You know, it is still a baby. And um, we should respect life. I believe that everyone should believe that life begins at conception. And um, we're not taking away the um, health of, of women because it is not a health issue. Abortion is a killing issue. If, you know, I don't believe in the death penalty. I don't believe in abortion. Okay, well, that's your right. I mean, that's the um, the country is fifty fifty on that, pretty much, pretty much fifty fifty. Right. Mm-hmm. There's no need for the amount of abortions that we have when there's birth control. As I said, unfortunately, you know, I am a Catholic, and I mean, Joe Biden says he's this devout Catholic, but he believes in abortion, so therefore he's not as devout. I'm not a devout Catholic because I believe in in birth control. You know. Um, in other ways, I'm a devout Catholic, but but I believe in birth control, and there's no need for the amount of abortions that we have. With birth control, there should not be that many unwanted pregnancies. You use birth control, your chance of getting pregnant is minimized by far. Um, so there's okay. no need for the mm-hmm. abortion. And as I said, when I, I, they also talked about um, they're going to ban interracial marriages. Give me a break. What an insult. What an insult to American people that he would say that. Does he think we're stupid? What an insult. Yes, he does. <laughs> well, he's hoping we are. Put it that way. I don't believe we are. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're the um, irredeemable deplorables, like Hillary said. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, give me a break. I think it's, people realize it, that what's going on I, now. Most I people. I know, but sadly, a lot don't. A lot. I mean, my my um, liberal friends are saying all of this, all of this stuff. I mean, we even had um, Geraldo Rivera was on on the five yesterday, mm-hmm. I think it was yesterday, 
and he's talking about what do I tell my daughters? And I'm like, the same thing I told my son. If you don't want a baby, a pregnancy, use birth control. Very well, simple. You know, you know that, and your chances are reduced dramatically. You no, I understand that. It's, you're not going to have an unwanted pregnancy. It's a very personal issue with people. I, I understand that. The problem is that uh, when people just get one narrative, forget about the abortion issue on, on any issue, that's what they're going to believe. So you really have to uh, expand your knowledge, and you'll understand some of these things a lot better. Yeah, anyway. Thank you. Um, bye. Hi, welcome to the program. Yes, good morning, Stu. Good morning. What a day for a walk today. Oh, I would go four miles today. Yeah, I I, uh, I agree with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, that gentleman I called earlier about taxes. Yes. Um, I think he's talking about uh, eliminating uh, taxes on people's pensions. That's not gonna. I don't think that's gonna happen until twenty four. Yeah, twenty four. I hadn't heard much about any of that. Yeah, they were talking about it, mm-hmm. but I guess they they can't give everything out at the same time. You know, we want it now. They're giving breaks already, so mm-hmm. they're gonna hold back on that for a couple more years. Okay, but they're still talking about it. All right. Tax, taxes on pensions. That's what it is. Did well, you thanks. hear about the Hungarian Prime Minister, what he said, Viktor Orban? What did he say? He said that uh, he expects the war in Ukraine to end Monday, May 9th. And why does he feel that way? Because that's Russia's, Russia's Victory Day. Victory Day? They celebrate, they celebrate that day, May 9th, in Russia. But Russia is not having a victory right now, so... Yeah, think- in, in uh, Moscow... Well, he's going to make it that way. He's going to make it a victory. Well, I wish it would stop <laughs> if yeah. he wants to feel it's a victory. About May 9th. May 9th. Maybe the turning point. Okay, well, anything that, that whole atrocity can stop, we'll see. We'll have to wait and see, right? Yes, sir. Okay, enjoy your day. You too. Thank you. Hello, welcome to the program. I like the technique. The technique? Yeah, the way you answered the call. You know what you did, right? What did I do? Is that your new procedure? No, it was great. You uh, you must have pushed the button so the call got answered, and all I heard was you in the background, but at least I didn't have to call back three times. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm trying to do. So. That is really cool, Mr. Breyer. Let's give this man a hand. All right, thank you. Uh, Oops, which I one, left or right? To do so listen... Um, just now that you brought it up, once again, if you are, if I'm talking to somebody on the line and I see the other one blinking, I will put you on hold. So don't think I, you got hung up on. Yeah. So thank no, you. That's excellent. Thank you so much, Stu. That's My, great. Thank you so much. Whatever your your phone company that you're using or whatever, as you know, because you've heard the complaints, it would ring for a minute and then hang up, and you'd have to dial back. Yeah, I know. Anyway, I mm. thought I would call in and. Um, talk about the the latest thing that makes me sick. Oh, boy. I'd eat, a light, I'd eat a light breakfast this morning. Do you have any barf music? You don't have any barf well, there's a music. Couple, there's a couple of things that could be in that Maybe. category. I don't know. <laughs> so I believe I heard about this on your news. I'm pretty sure it was the CBS Network news on your station. Mm-hmm. I think that's where it was. Have you heard about this? Parental fatigue. Well, that's Did you notice that, that? That's common, I guess. Parental well, fatigue. That's, that's my whole point. So but they're uh, 
they're saying now, I think it was three out of four or three out of five parents are feeling parental fatigue <clears throat> due to COVID-19. Well, I think you would say that about everybody. Maybe what we need is some crying music, some violins. You have some violins there? Oh, I wish I that might be That prepared. might work real nicely. Parental fatigue. Yeah. You know, um, I have a cousin. She's passed now, God rest her soul, but she lost two, or, two of her three kids died. Don't you think she had parental fatigue? Um, during the Vietnam War, people went off to war, got killed. People's kids got killed. Don't you think those parents had parental fatigue? Even more How than about that. World War II, when nobody had anything, they had to save string, they had to save rubber bands, they might not have had meat to eat. Don't you think those parents had parental fatigue? How about I could go on and on and on. The Civil War, World War One, mm-hmm. any number of of hard times that families have been through. I mean, all of a sudden now we have a phrase called parental fatigue. What is the purpose of that? Purpose and I kind of thought about it when the callers were talking about the abortion issue. It just kind of makes me scratch my my head, like. Uh, Oh, well, okay, we can't have this baby. It might cause parental fatigue. Maybe I'm extrapolating that a little too far. But I think the whole idea of parental fatigue just makes me want to barf. Oh, gee. I uh, got barf. No, no. <laughs> Kevin. Cue the, cue the violins. <laughs> drink, some gin, drink some ginger ale. Oh, okay. <laughs> I might drink something stronger. I'm not sure. Oh, okay. <laughs> Anyway, um, I had to share that. I don't know if anybody else noticed that. I'm pretty sure it was can on you the ma- Can news. you imagine having a son or daughter who's in the military and they're on the war battlefield? What kind of fatigue that would be for a parent? Exactly. Every day exactly. Waiting, for the, waiting for some notice or something. Yeah. I always go back to, because a few years ago I read this book, and I know I've told you about it, about the... Um, uh, the prisoners of war, the Navy pilots in North Vietnam, and what they put up for, uh, in some cases over a decade, in in the most disgusting prison conditions you could imagine. Mm. And they got through it. But we have parents... Sure, COVID-19 was, was ugly, is ugly. It's not gone yet. Nope. But don't, don't give me this parental fatigue stuff. Okay, I won't, I won't do it. Okay, you promise? I promise. <laughs> and if you do have it, take a nap. All right, I'm going to go find a soda or something. All right, thank you. All right, bye. That's Kevin. We'll keep an eye on Kevin. WICH 889-5252. Welcome to the program. Well, and a good morning to you, Stu. Hi there. Hi. uh, 4.30 yesterday afternoon, I get a, a call on my cell phone. And uh gentleman on the other 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 end of the line said, uh, "I'm I'm with the Eversource, and I'm going to uh, we we have been sending you uh, notices of uh, unpaid invoices, and we have somebody coming to your house in 25 minutes to turn your power off." Oh, so not that one. Oh my God, yeah. So I just want to let your listeners. Mm-hmm. Now, you've probably heard it a thousand times. When it doesn't sound right, and I've paid my bill. In fact, I just paid May. Uh, my, my, I just paid a bill, so I knew I wasn't in the rears. But they're out there, and when you hear this, and it happens to you, and it sounds, you know, ninety percent realistic. 
like because they had some information mm-hmm. uh, that uh, you know they one guy gave me a claims number and he says listen we're going to turn the thing off but if you have any damages any reason to make a claim uh here's the number here's the number the claim number and here's the uh here's all you have to do is call this number and get the information to make a claim and i said i don't want to make a claim i'm not i'm not uh, in the rears um and i said don't turn my power off and i said i'm going to call my bank and see if in fact you've received the the checks and the guys i it was all in an attempt for me to say let me pay you something because they kept repeating well Pay the minimum. Mm-hmm. So they want a credit card number. Oh my Folks, God! There you go. <laughs> don't give out any information because I spoke with uh, EverSource after this, and they said, "No, that is not the way that we uh, inform people. Uh, we do it. Uh, uh, you know, we we won't call anybody. We don't call anybody to tell them their their account is overdue." Yeah, I'm glad you reminded people because uh, that's if you got it, it's going around for sure. Going around, and what was strange about it when the guy called me, I says, "Well, what? Where's your office?" He says, "Well, it's in Hartford, and it's on, geez, I want to say Putnam Street or something like mm-hmm. that." And I said, "Well, okay." Uh, I says, and "That was a local office that they were suggesting I could go to." And then I says, "Well, what's in the closer office?" And he says, "Well, there's one in Preston." I started to scratch my head, saying, "What?" doesn't make sense because I live in Griswold for 25 years. I've never seen a CLMP or Eversource mm-hmm. mm-hmm. office there. But at any rate, uh, it's it's happening. There's such major news out there uh, that's, that's affecting everybody. And sometimes you lose sight of uh, things that might happen right to you. Uh, in your own, in your own, on your own phone, in your own life. So, uh, good luck to everybody as they go into a beautiful Mother's Day weekend. And uh, take care, of Mom, and uh, take care of yourself. <laughs> Thank you, sir. I appreciate the call on that. All right. All right. Let's. Um, I'm going to take a break. We got somebody waiting online. Our number is eight eight nine five two five two. And let me get out the violin. Whoa. Never mind. <laughs> so I'm like Jack Benny. I always wanted to play the violin, and uh, Buddy decided to remain a comedian. Selecting the right resources, the right employees, location, and of course, choosing the right checking account. This is why Dime Bank created our Dime Select account, a checking account designed purposely for businesses. With Dime Select, the first 500 transactions in every statement are free. Plus, there are no minimum balances or monthly fees with electronic statements. Local businesses work better with a local bank. It's your choice, your dime. Dime Bank, community banking lives here. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. Surplus Unlimited has flats of flowers and vegetables ready to go in the ground now. Check out the great deals in the Surplus Fishing Department, including Frog Talks gear. They have everything but the worms. Start dressing up your flower beds with the best deals in town on Searmull. Three cubic feet bags for just $4.99 a bag. Ten-inch hanging plants, just $15.99. Surplus Unlimited, the store with unlimited surplus. West Main Street in Norwich. Surplus Unlimited, the store with unlimited surplus. 
This is Lori Lord with Medication Awareness. Do you wonder if it's okay to treat a headache by yourself? I'll be back with some ways to determine how to handle this situation. The staff at Greenville Drugstore are dedicated to the health of our community. They want you to get the most from your medications. To ensure you use your medications properly, the pharmacists at Greenville Drugstore offer special compliance packaging, help with coordinating and reminding you when your refills are due, and offer a free delivery service. Remember to ask the caring pharmacist at Greenville Drugstore all of your medication questions. An independently owned Health Mart pharmacy, Greenville Drugstore has been located at 213 Central Avenue in the Greenville section of Norwich since 1951. They're here for your health. Health Mart, taking the time to listen and care. There are several types of headaches, not due to any underlying cause, that you may treat yourself. These include a migraine headache, as long as it's been previously diagnosed by a doctor, a tension headache, or a cluster headache. Ask your pharmacist to help you choose an over-the-counter product to treat these types of headaches. But always see a physician if your headache was preceded by a blow to the head, if your headache is brought on by exertion or exercise, or if you think your headache might stem from a sinus infection. Medication Awareness is brought to you by the pharmacists at Greenville Drugstore, a Health Mart pharmacy. We're here for your health. Good morning to you. Welcome. Hello, Stu. Uh, Rob Simmons, as usual, just covers all the bases, doesn't he? No, he sure did. He covered them pretty well. You know, a lot of what he said I've already heard, but I'd heard it in bits and pieces, and I don't, I don't believe everything I hear. I research, I take my time, like you do. But uh, what I found interesting in my mind was I kept asking myself, with such a massive onslaught of our system, where did the money come from to do it? Because that's what it takes. And I sent you an email with the movie Rigged, which accuses um, Zuckerberg of investing close to $400 million into it. Mm-hmm. And, I really, and I really think that's where the money came from to pay people to go out and do the work. Well, you wouldn't, you wouldn't, well I guess you know the, how, much, how much money came in for the election, droves and droves of it, and from all the tech people, and just unbelievable. You can see yeah, how... And- and did you? I'm having a little connection problem here. I'm along the water. Okay. Uh, did you that email I sent you on that movie rigged? When did you send that? Oh, two days ago. I'll I'll send it again. Uh, it, it clarified for me where the money came from because when, you know you have to. I had heard that people were being paid. You know, in, in these uh, elderly homes, they would give a nurse a hundred dollars for a ballot by a patient. So if you're a nurse and you can get 30 people to sign a ballot for $100, that's a lot of money. Yeah, <laughs> so I knew the I'm money sure. I knew the money was there. I just didn't know who was funding it. Well, I'm definitely going to look for that. I, I don't remember seeing that, but I'll, I'll be looking for it. I'll, I'll send it again in, in just a few minutes. I'll, I'll pop it to you. I'll, I'll get off the line. you got a lot of good callers coming in, and this is a great topic. Right, thank th- you very thank much. Thank you very much, sir. We all want honesty in our elections. Welcome to the program. Hi. Hi, Stu. Hi. I had three short things, and I want to say uh, I enjoy listening to Rob Simmons and speaking about the 2000 um, Mules, the documentary. Um, And, you know, I think he mentioned, uh, or you mentioned, that somebody called in speaking of something regarding that. It was probably Susan. It was Susan who did, and I I wanted to check on it. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, that's why I like listening to her because she 
is full of information, and she reads a lot of uh, newspapers and whatnot, and anything's possible. Um, number two, um, the gentleman about pensions, uh, I believe that's part of some of the relief, the 401k that they were talking about, the retirement pensions and whatnot. Um, I think that still has to pass through the Senate. Um, thirdly, uh, Kevin, this is unusual, but he sounded a little um, um, under the weather a little bit about the topic of uh, parental, what is it? Fatigue, parental fatigue he was talking about. Oh, okay, yeah. I just wanted to say it should be PG. Uh, meaning parental guidance. PG. You know, that's what I think they should be teaching um, in school. Obviously, it can't be mandated, but a lot of these parents should be going to some sort of education uh, program to learn how to parent. And maybe, um, you know, rather than, you know, it dumping on the teachers all the time, for roles that they should be performing. So that's my spiel. All right. Thanks for your spiel. I'll clean up the spiel, and we'll be right back. For victims of drunk and drug driving, your grief is unique, but you are not alone. You always have a place at MAD. Call the 24-hour victim helpline at 877-MAD-HELP or visit mad.org. Norwich Coin and Jewelry, always buying old coins, scrap gold, sterling, old currency, and silver coins. Hi, I'm Jackie, owner of Norwich Coin and Jewelry. We sell collector coins and supplies, and we do free appraisals. We also do expert jewelry repairs and engraving at very reasonable prices. We've been at the same location for over 32 years. Norwich Coin and Jewelry is a smart place to buy and sell your gold, silver, and coins. 860-886-2730. Norwich Coin and Jewelry, 35 Franklin Street, in Norwich. Well, my buddy uh, Larry calls today because I want to talk about the Red Sox game last night. Mm. They have lost more games in the ninth inning because they don't have a good closer. Wanted to know what Larry thought of uh, last night's game, which the Red Sox lost 10-5. to They were actually leading going into the ninth. I think it was five, uh, four to 4-3. And they ended up losing 10-5. to 5. Oh, well, it's too soon to say better next year. Sunny, early, scattered high clouds during the afternoon. And milder pick for the week is today, 71. Tonight, mostly cloudy and 47. Friday, limited sun early. Otherwise, cloudy with showers becoming likely by the evening, 65. And Saturday, showers a little bit. 59, Mom's Day. We're going to talk about Mom's Day, too, and we'll talk about your mom a little bit later on. Partly to mostly sunny and breezy, 64. Currently, our temperature at 64 degrees. I do have time for another call or two before we get into the news and the lunchtime oldies, so all opinions are welcome. Once again, you don't have to agree with me. We can have debates. If I... uh, said something that offends somebody, let me know. We try to defend people, but we do the best that we can. We'll be right back. 
94.5 and 1310WICH. For a list of this station's official contest rules, please visit WICH.com slash contest dash rules. Keep in mind on the weekends, 60s and 70s hits most of the weekend on WICH AM and FM. As the weather gets warmer, we heat it up with some of the great hits. What a selection we have, too. You know, there's songs that you haven't heard in years and years and years. Sing along and dance along with the top down. Of course, you have to have a convertible. Don't you know? try to do that with a can opener. And enjoy every weekend of WICH now, AM 1310, 1310 AM, 94.5 FM. Something that I want to reiterate today that I mentioned yesterday, in case you missed it, there's something going around besides covid and that's people trying to steal stuff out of your car. And they have a mechanism. When you leave your car, you walk away from the car and you pull out the clicker and it locks the car. Well, they have something that unlocks the car. And they watch you, they watch you go into a store, wherever you're going, and they open the car up, go in and steal stuff, and then you go back to the car and you'll say, hmm... I thought I locked the car. So the best thing to do is, when you get out of the car, lock the car from the inside, right? Which is easy to do. Just push that thing down, lock the car that way. And then um, they can't get in. Or if they do get in, they're going to have to go through a lot of trouble. So it's really not much of a pain in the neck. You know, we open up the car door, lock it from the inside... And it'll be safer from those that have that mechanism that pops the uh, the thingy and the door's open. All right? So when you hit the lock button on your car upon exiting, it does not send the security code. But if you walk away and use the door lock on your keychain, it sends the code through the airwaves where it can be instantly stolen. So keep that in mind. It's not going to take away a lot of your day, and your car will be safer. And that's certainly what we want. All right, WICH with Stu. Should I finish my little uh, violin playing? All right, here it is.
Hey, man, that's a corny riff. This is a V-disc. Hey, leave me alone, huh? Okay, that's enough of my violin playing on WICH. By the way, I wanted to um, let you know that there is a little article today in the day paper. We've had several calls about people who are not getting their paper, and that was addressed today in the region section of the day. I put in a call to try to get somebody on the air with me, so that would be uh, certainly advantageous if we could as they talked about um, the paper being missing and also uh, how hard it is to get people to deliver the paper. So I hope you will check it out in today's day paper. It's talking about in some areas people have not been getting their day paper on a regular basis. So keep that in mind. You can see it in today's paper and hopefully we'll get a guest on that subject it starts off by problems hiring and retaining carriers have hampered the day's delivery of its print editions in some areas an issue is it's working to correct as soon as possible the paper's president and publisher said on wednesday he said we're working on it timothy dwyer who i put a call in today apologizes for the interruption in service we hope to get it rectified soon So for those of you who have been really upset about it, and maybe you didn't see the article, I thought I would share with you, and possibly uh, Tim, the uh, paper's president and publisher, will uh, give us a call later on and we can talk to him about it. All right? Well, with several generations of moms in your family, be celebrating Mother's Day together this coming Sunday. Great-grandmas, even great-great-great-grandma in the family. I bet everybody has a story. Maybe we'll talk about some of them after the 1 o'clock news, among other open topics. So keep that in mind. Cinco de Mayo day today, huh? What, you having a margarita? Not while you're driving, please. So enjoy Cinco de Mayo. A lot of people having a little celebration and good times and... Boy, we sure could use it, right? You know it. Here at Falvey's, with our Memorial Day sales event, there are a lot of great things happening. Let's start your 2022 spring off the right way with a visit to Falvey's Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram. Are you searching for a new vehicle that can handle your family's adventures? Is it finally time to buy that unforgettable ride that you've always dreamed of? We've got you covered with our Jeep Freedom Days. Thinking of a family camping trip this year, but your current vehicle isn't strong enough to pull a camper? With a steady flow of new inventory rolling in and our Make the Switch event. We're sure to have something to fit your needs. Stop in to see us or visit us 24-7 at falvies.com. Let us be your preferred dealer. This is TJ Falvey. Not seeing what you are looking for? Check with us. I'm sure we can save you money. Let's discuss what I have in transit to choose from. Or we could build a custom order together, meeting your specifications at Factory Invoice. Falvey's does it better in every way. Falvey's, you're gonna love it. So if there's any mom songs you'd like to hear next hour on our lunchtime break as Mother's Day weekend is coming up, or something for Cinco de Mayo, we've uh, played some of those too. We'll 
celebrate here during our lunchtime oldie break. So keep it here. We'll have a lot of fun mixing the memories on WICH. The weather looks good. Temperatures today, 71. Cloudy tonight, 47. 65 on Friday and 59 on Saturday. And for Mother's Day, 64 degrees. Got a lot of things going on, and I'm going to try to keep you up to date and remind you about them on our WICH bulletin board. So let's see what's uh, going on here. The 3 p.m. Spring Fling Craft Fair in Pocketuck, VFW Harley V. Chase, 1265 Broad Street, over 30 artisan with handcrafted treasures, great gifts for Mom's Day, vendors inside and outside. It's going to be this Saturday. Also this Saturday at 3 p.m., there's a book and bake sale, pause, cat, shelter sale. It's 9 a.m. to 1 p.m., open house, 12 to 3, pause, cat, shelter. is 100% volunteer, no kill in uh, Woodstock, Connecticut. Something else you uh, may want to check out. In the meantime, we're going to check out on the latest local news and national news from WICH Personality Radio, 1310 AM in Norwich, 94.5 W233DB in Norwich. Lunchtime Oldies follows the news. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Rocket Mortgage. I'm Steve Kathan. A day after financial markets turned in their best day in two years, it's a rout on Wall Street. The Dow Jones Industrial Average down more than 1,100 points. The Nasdaq has lost about 5% of its value. Mark Hamrick, Bankrate.com. That optimism dried up and investors have quickly returned to their previous ways. They're selling stocks of all kinds but focusing on getting out of technology and other high flyers that had led the market to record highs. Well, the global death toll from COVID has been pegged at 6 million, but the World Health Organization says COVID deaths combined with others linked to overrun hospitals and care lapses totals around 15 million. CBS's Dr. David Agus. It is more than twice the 6 million estimate of people who were tested positive and died of COVID-19. And it really reflects two things. One is, much of the world is that testing was very poor. And early on especially, people were sick and died of the disease without testing positives who weren't counted. And I think also hospitals and medical systems were overwhelmed. The pandemic has made life a struggle for a lot of parents. Ohio State researcher Kate Golick finds two out of three parents surveyed met the criteria for burnout. We're supposed to then be teachers, childcare providers, and still be good partners, and we're supposed to be cooking and keeping our house clean, and all of those different things. The bottom line is, you know, you just can't do it all. Plenty of damage in the Oklahoma City area after a tornado yesterday. Teacher Tiffany Coker rode it out with her family at school in Seminole. Sounded like a train, and we could also hear glass breaking, and I could hear the metal coming off of the roof. The U.S. says authorities in Fiji have seized a 348-foot yacht owned by a Russian oligarch. The FBI was part of that operation. In Virginia, it's day two on the stand for Amber Heard in her defamation suit against her ex, Johnny Depp. She's alleging abuse fueled by alcohol and drugs. He kind of like shoves me down on the sofa and I get up and I'm trying to get him off of me. And it's just stronger than me. I don't know how else to describe it. 
CBS's Jim Crisula has the story today of a first-rate find at a second-hand store. A sculpture sold at a Goodwill store in Texas for $35 turned out to be a priceless work of Roman art. The marble bust was sculpted sometime in the first century B.C. Experts believe it was looted from a German museum after World War II, but how it ended up at the Goodwill store decades later is anyone's guess. And checking Wall Street again, the Dow is down 1198 Eight points. NASDAQ is off 684. This is CBS News. This hour's newscast is presented by Rocket Mortgage. When you need cash out of your home and a simple way to get it, Rocket can. And now an important message from music superstar Willie Nelson. I've been fighting for legalization of the one thing that can bring comfort to millions. And of course, I'm talking about Skechers. Uh, can we stop the commercial? Willie, I don't think Skechers are illegal anywhere. Really? But they feel so good. No, you can wear them anywhere, Willie. Well, pass the Skechers. Skechers Comfort feels so good because Skechers is the comfort technology company and has all the fits and features you need for ultimate comfort. Find Skechers at a Skechers store, Skechers.com, or wherever stylish footwear is sold. Cutting the price of your wireless bill feels good. Really good. So good, you gotta try it. With Straight Talk, you can get our Silver Unlimited plan for just 45 bucks a month. Now with unlimited high-speed data, plus 5 gigabytes hotspot data, and no contract, with nationwide 5G on America's best networks. Why pay a whole lot for your data when you can get unlimited for a whole lot less? Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise. 5G-capable device required. Actual availability coverage and speed may vary. See terms and conditions at straighttalk.com. Recycling's a good idea, but in practice, there are some issues. Only about 5 to 6% of those plastic bottles and cups you drop into the recycling bin are actually recycled. The organization called The Last Beach Cleanup and Beyond Plastics is out with a new report on recycling for post-consumer plastic last year. The Department of Energy concurs. Its new research, released this week, found only 5% of plastics were recycled in 2019. That means around 85% of plastics end up in landfills, and about 10% are incinerated. Linda Kenyon, CBS News. A NASA climate research scientist who spent her career explaining how global food production has to adapt to a changing climate has been awarded the World Food Prize. Cynthia Rosenzweig says she hopes the award shines a light on the need to improve agricultural systems to lessen the effects of climate change. Steve Kathan, CBS News. It's lunchtime. Sit back and listen to all the great songs with Stu Breyer and his Lunchtime Oldie Show on 1310 WICH. Mama said there'll be days like this, there'll be days like this, Mama said. There'll be days like this, my mama said. My 
Mama Knows Best. You remember that song, Father Knows Best. Well, Mama knew a lot of things too, right? Don't forget Mother's Day coming up this Sunday. Here's Engelbert Humperdinck. With a name like that, it wouldn't be easy to forget him, would you? They say you found somebody new But that won't stop my loving you I just can't let you walk away Forget the love I had for you Guess I could find somebody new But I don't want no one but you How can you live without regret? Am I that easy to forget? Before you leave, be sure you find You want his love much more than mine Cause I'll just say we've never met to forget Am I the 
Nobody paid attention to him until he changed his name to Engelbert Humperdinck. It's pretty amazing, isn't it? Uh, he had some name like something like Joe Dory, and then, but with that voice, he deserved to get celebrity recognition. We'll throw in a few songs with uh, talking about mom a little bit today, and there's Loggins and Messina. How about mom? Was she a good dancer? It's all because your mama don't dance and your daddy don't rock and roll. Your mama don't dance and your daddy don't rock and roll. When evening rolls around and it's time to go to town, where do you go? To rock and roll. Because your mama don't dance and your daddy don't rock and roll Not sure. Loggins, Messina, Stu Breyer with you, WICH, as it warms up to 66 degrees. A lot of reminiscing this time of year. And uh, this is a Little River Band. We can reminisce about this song called Reminiscing. And keep in mind, if if you're into hearing some of the golden tunes, every weekend now, WICH brings you the top hits of the 60s and 70s. Take us along with you.
doing now reminiscing with the lunchtime oldies that's the little river band little river band had a couple of nice hits eat in the street on bank street in london this thursday celebrates cinco de mayo with great food and entertainment sponsored by foxwoods resort casino the city of new london and the downtown new london association Surplus Unlimited has flats of flowers and vegetables ready to go in the ground now. Check out the great deals in the Surplus Fishing Department, including Frog Talks gear. They have everything but the worms. Start dressing up your flower beds with the best deals in town on Searmull. Three cubic feet bags for just $4.99 a bag. Ten-inch hanging plants, just $15.99. Surplus Unlimited, the store with unlimited surplus. West Main Street in Norwich. Summer and Dairy Queen are the perfect fit. Nothing makes kids and adults smile ear-to-ear like a Treat from Dairy Queen in Taftville. A DQ Sunday Peanut Buster Parfait, Banana Split, The Incomparable Blizzard, and the DQ Cake are just a few of the soft-serve treats that has made Dairy Queen in Taftville a mainstay destination for almost 50 years. DQ also grills up some great burgers, chicken, and hot dogs. This summer, make DQ a must-stop. Dairy Queen, fan food, not fast food. Norwich Avenue in Taftville. June 14th is our Listener Appreciation Day. We all get together at Dairy Queen 11 to 1. Come on in, WICH listeners, and uh, get a free ice cream. Get to meet your friends. Just enjoy the tunes we'll be playing there. June 14th, Tuesday, 
11 to 1. Our Dairy Queen get-together is back. And I hope you will be there with us at the Dairy Queen in Taftville. Elvis recorded a very touching song. You remember how much Elvis loved his mom. And I'm sure it was difficult for him to sing this particular song, but it's a beautiful song called Mama Like the Roses. Mama like the roses She'd grow them in the yard But winter always came around And made the growing way too hard Oh, Mama like the roses And when she had the time She'd decorate the living room For all us kids to see When I hear the Sunday bells Ringing in the morning I remember crying When she used to sing Mama like the roses But most of all she cared About the way we learned to live And if we said our prayers You know, I kept the family Bible With the rose she saved inside Like it found a place to hide Oh, mama, like the roses In such a special way We bring them every Mother's Day And put them on her grave Oh, mama, like the roses It's a special song Elvis recorded. You don't hear too often, but around Mother's Day, we like to play it. Here's Leslie Gore standing up for women's rights here called You Don't Own Me. You don't own me. Just one of your many toys You don't own me Don't say I can't go with other boys And don't tell me what to do Don't tell me what to say And please when I go out with you Change me in any way You don't own me Don't tie me 
There she is, Leslie Gore, one of her biggest, biggest, biggest hits. El Cinco de Mayo today. A lot of celebrations going on. Fun gatherings at houses and uh, some marches some places. All friendly and fun. And maybe a few margaritas, huh? We got a whole batch in Margaritaville. Nibbling on sponge cake Watching the sun bake All of those tourists covered with oil Strumming my six string On my front porch swing Smell those shrimp they're beginning to boil Wasting away again in Margaritaville Searching for my lost sugar salt But this brand new tattoo But it's a real beauty A Mexican cutie How it got here I haven't a clue Wasting
blew out my flip-flop Stepped on a pop-top Cut my heel, had to cruise on back home But there's booze in the blender And soon it will render That frozen concoction that helps me hang on Classic Margaritaville. He now owns Margaritavilles all over the country. Hmm. A toast to Jimmy Buffett. El Cinco de Mayo. It's happening today in Spanish Harlem, huh? Here's Benny King to sing. There is a rose in Spanish Harlem. Watch her as she grows 
lives in Spanish Harlem, and she's got Spanish eyes so she can see see. Here's El Martino, Cinco de Mayo. song by El Martino on WICH, the Spanish Eye song. How about uh, something for the Mother's Day weekend? Mamma Mia! We're going to take you to dinner. What do you mean you want to cook? Come on. Show again, mama, just how much I missed you. Yeah. 
into a movie called Mamma Mia. That's uh, ABBA, W-I-C-H. So if you want to call in and tell us what your mom's name is, maybe we can find a song to match the name. Hmm? Do we have any Sheilas out there? songs coming in with mom's names and uh, see what we can come up with for you, see how many I can get in on our lunchtime oldies as we uh, head towards Mother's Day this Monday. Gentleman called up and said his mom's name is Claire. So let's play it. 
I swear I felt as if something somewhere had happened to me which I couldn't see and then the moment I met you again I knew in my heart that we were friends it had to be so it couldn't be no but try Claire, I haven't heard that in a long time, so I'm glad you asked for it there. Someone's mom by the name of Claire. Okay, we'll see if we can get as many as we can this hour. 1243 at WICH, a warm day today, temperature around 70 degrees. And then a little bit cooler tomorrow, a little bit warmer on uh, Saturday, and a little bit warmer on Mother's Day. See, we got it all figured out. In the meantime, we're honoring uh, Cinco de Mayo. We're also honoring uh, Mother's Day. Just having a good time. So uh, think about your gal. Get her a nice, sweet card. I don't know, flowers. I know what your mom will say. I just want you to come and visit me. And you know that, right? Want to take her out to a restaurant? No, I just want to stay here and cook. Some moms are like that. They would like to uh, just have everybody come over and uh, cook for them. Anyway, here's the Temptations on WICH. I've got sunshine 
songs for your girl today moms uh, how about uh, a lot of callers uh, their mom's name was mary and i bet you they were sweet this is wadsworth mansion
1971, that was their only hit, Wadsworth Mansion, playing songs with uh, your mom's names and songs for your moms on this Mother's Day weekend coming up. I know it's only Thursday, but we're getting warmed up. Uh, this one for Connie and Joan. Beautiful song by Connie Francis. Evening shadows make me blue When each weary day is through How I long to be with you My happiness Every day I reminisce Dreaming of your tender kiss Always thinking how I miss My happiness A song, Stu Breyer with you at WICH. Every day we take the lunchtime oldie break. Noon to one. And on the weekends, tons of 60s and 70s music on the weekends now on WICH AM and FM. So take us along with you. WICH is part of the Hall Communications Radio Group. From time to time, WICH has staff openings in various departments such as sales, programming, promotions, and engineering, as well as the business office. When positions do become available, it is our policy to notify various organizations so that they can let their members be aware of them. WICH would be happy to add your organization to our notification list. Simply call us at 860-887-3511 and ask for Bob Reed. WICH and Hall Communications encourage minority and women's organizations to participate and are equal opportunity employers. 
Spring is here, and now is the time to get your home looking its best. And that means protecting your biggest investment with interior and exterior painting by Joe Tambor Painting. Joe Tambor Painting is a full-service residential and commercial painting company that has been serving customers with the highest quality painting in New London County and beyond since 2001. Joe Tambor Painting is committed to excellence, and that means your job will start on schedule and finish on schedule. And Joe and his crew of experienced painters will take all aspects of the job, from prepping to clean up seriously. Joe Tambora Painting also offers power washing, light carpentry, drywall, staining, wallpaper removal and installation, and can make your home the envy of your neighborhood. Joe Tambora Painting does the highest quality work at a reasonable cost and is committed to excellence. There is no job too big or small. Call Joe Tambora Painting today for a free estimate at 860-886-8150. That's Joe Tambora Painting. Call today, 860-886-8150, and ask for Joe. All right, another mom's name song that was called in, Kathy. Brothers' first number one hit song, Kathy's Clown, in 1960. Now, I hope you enjoyed the songs today on our lunchtime oldies, and these are songs I'll bet your mother should know. Sing it again 
goes next hour your number one local connection personality radio WICHAM 1310 we're on FM2 now W233DB in Norwich 94.5 here's the beep this is CBS News on the Hour your home for original reporting I'm Steve Kathan. What a difference a day makes. A day after sock stocks soared, they're crashing back to earth today. The Dow is down more than a 1,000 points. The Nasdaq has lost nearly 5% of its value as tech stocks take a beating. Business analyst Jill Schlesinger says investors are concerned about the months ahead. Most of the action continues to center on whether or not the Federal Reserve can thread the needle of increasing interest rates in order to quell inflation without triggering a recession. As the U.S. COVID death toll closes in on one million since the start of the pandemic, CBS's Linda Kenyon says the latest global look takes in the bigger picture. The WHO estimates nearly 15 million people have died of COVID or have been killed by its impact on an overwhelmed health system. That's more than double the official death toll of six million. Most of the fatalities in Southeast Asia, Europe, and the Americas. The head of the agency calls the figure sobering and says it should prompt countries to invest more in their efforts to handle future health emergencies. Well, CBS's Nikki Batiste tells us a COVID outbreak has grounded some passengers on a cruise ship. The outbreak occurred during the ship's voyage between Miami, where it departed last month, and Seattle, where it arrived on Tuesday. Upon docking, all infected passengers were moved to local hotels for isolation. Carnival refused to say how many of its approximately 2,100 passengers tested positive 
negative, but insists travelers were vaccinated and tested before boarding. There's new fencing at the U.S. Supreme Court, a security layer after days of protests over abortion. CBS's Ed O'Keefe spoke with Massachusetts Democrat Elizabeth Warren, one of the key figures who wants new legislation. In the Senate, Democrats are planning a vote on making abortion rights federal law. The United States Congress can act and protect a person's right to an abortion. But you don't have the votes for it. By making people vote on this issue that matters to so many people, we've got a chance now maybe to change the makeup of who's in the United States Senate. And I'm all in on that fight. Amber Heard is telling a Virginia jury Johnny Depp would get violent with her. One instance on a flight. Because I'm not answering him, I was looking out of the window and he slaps my face. His friend is in our proximity. And I it didn't hurt my it didn't hurt my face. It just felt embarrassed. Depp is suing Heard for defamation. Wall Street right now, the Dow is down 913 points. The S&P is down 133. This is CBS News. There's always something new under the sun. CBS Mornings, weekdays on CBS. Everyone knows that Nature Valley Crunchy Bars are, well, crunchy. What they don't know is that they're also packed with 16 grams of whole grains, ready to help you get out there. Nature Valley, for every adventure. Would you like a cleaning product that can be used in the garage, the laundry, and the kitchen, and save space in your cabinet? Hi, I'm Bruce Fabrizio, inventor of Simple Green. To learn more, visit us at simplegreen.com. Do you think all premium fuels are the same? Well, your engine doesn't. Shell V-Power Nitro Plus helps keep your engine running like new because it's engineered to defend against four main engine threats. Gunk, wear, corrosion, and friction. So next time, choose Shell's most advanced fuel ever. It's fuel for thought. In engines that continuously use Shell V-Power Nitro Plus premium gasoline. Buying something for Mother's Day? Well, CBS's Daniel Backus says inflation's made just about everything you could want cost more. Patrick Pinfield, a professor of supply chain practice at Syracuse University, says it's not just flowers. Buying mom jewelry will cost more, too. Unfortunately, metal prices have, have, have skyrocketed. So, you know, if you're looking at buying any gold, any silver, you're probably going to pay anywhere from 35 to 40% more than what you paid last year. The National Retail Federation says Mother's Day spending is expected to total $31.7 billion. That's up $3.6 billion from last year. Special outings such as dinner or brunch are also driving this year's spending increases. Well, an Arizona couple has claimed a $473 million Powerball jackpot for a drawing last week. They decided to remain anonymous and will take a cash payment of just over $283 million. Steve Kathan, CBS News. Just over two hundred eighty-three million. Yeah, I if I wouldn't you want to be anonymous if you won that kind of dough? My goodness. Of course, when your neighbors see a Rolls Royce in front of the house. And that's the end of our show. Oh no, no, we're just we have another hour to go, kids. Let's bring it on. Fasten your seatbelts. It's time for the Anything Goes Hour with Stu Breyer. They were just over anxious. They want to get back to school. 67 de- uh, two degrees on this beautiful spring day. 
if you'd like to check in. 889-5252 is our number. You knew that. 860-889-5252. And you can learn more about us at WICH.com. Like the size of my shoes. You can email me. It's Stu at WICH. What else can I tell you? Podcast you can find out by going to WICH.com. Stuff like that. The usual technical things. Hmm? Congratulations to Larry, our buddy Larry's daughter, because she's got another mom's day. She had a new baby just a little while ago, and that baby will be selling, celebrating the first Mother's Day with Larry's daughter. So we remember that. Hope it's a special day for everybody. So, you want to talk about your mom, some characteristic about her, or anything else you'd like to do today? My my mother, as you probably would surmise, had music going all of the time. All of the time we had music in the house. And I loved it. If it wasn't the radio, it was the records. And I started to love records. Many times she got mad at me. We had those old 78s that used to break easily. I would, sometimes if she left one on a chair, I would sit down and boom, that would be the end of the record. But, and then they were a dollar piece in those days, which was, you know, kind of hefty. A dollar for a 78 record. And they used to have albums with about seven or eight of them in the album. Like you would get all Andrew's sisters and things like that. So we had a musical house growing up, that's for sure, and my mom appreciated humor, which was a good thing. She had a sense of humor. She appreciated it. And my dad, of course, uh, the only time I really saw him laugh hysterically is when he was watching the Jackie Gleason show in the Three Stooges. <laughs> Boy, I tell you, that was really good for him. He would feel good after those good laughs. So tell me a little bit about your mom, if you want, or there's other subjects, of course, we can get to this hour. We... Had a very busy phone line the first hour of the program. Kelly Blue Book Instant Cash Offer is an offer to buy your car. Enter your vehicle ID info, answer some questions, then get an obligation offer to sell or trade it. For all of the it's, kbb.com it. Eat in the street in New London tonight. Rain or shine on Bank Street in New London. Celebrate Cinco de Mayo with great food and entertainment. Bank Street will be closed from 4 to 10 p.m. for this event sponsored by Foxwoods Resort Casino, the City of New London, and the Downtown New London Association. It's a family event with roaming entertainment, a Cinco de Mayo trivia quiz, food trucks, and the Latin salsa band Combo Loco will be performing at the Hygienic Art Park. $5 parking at the Water Street Garage for this event. Go to downtownnewlondonassociation.com for more information. Surplus Unlimited has flats of flowers and vegetables ready to go in the ground now. Check out the great deals in the Surplus Fishing Department, including Frog Talks gear. They have everything but the worms. Start dressing up your flower beds with the best deals in town on Cedar Mull. Three cubic feet bags for just $4.99 a bag. Ten-inch hanging plants, just $15.99. Surplus Unlimited, the store with unlimited surplus. West Main Street in Norwich. Surplus So if I uh, missed any mom songs uh, last hour, let me know and uh, try to get them in for you this hour. We're in songs connected to mom and also songs connected to Cinco de Mayo, which is today. There's a lot of partier, party goers and lots of parades going on. If you're wondering what it is, it's Cinco de Mayo Day. 
Uh, here's a song that we did forget during the lunchtime oldies. I don't want to forget to play it. It's called The Mother and Child Reunion. Pajama rolled out of bed and she ran to the police station. When the papa found out, he began to shout and he started the investigation. It's against the law. It was against the law. Or what the mama saw. It was against the law. When the mama looked down and spit on the ground every time her name gets mentioned. Papa said, oh, if I get that boy, I'm gonna stick him in the house of detention. Well, I'm on my way. I don't know where I'm going. I'm on my way. I'm taking my time, but I don't know where. Goodbye to Rose and the Queen of Corona. See me and Julio down by the schoolyard. See me and Julio down by the schoolyard. Take me away, but the press let the story leak. Now when the radical priest come to get me released, we is all on the coroner's wing. And I'm on my way. I don't know where I'm going. I'm on my way. I'm taking my time, but I don't know where. Goodbye to Rose, the queen of Corona. See me and Julio down by the schoolyard. See me and Julio down by the schoolyard. See me and Julio down by the schoolyard. I think I played the wrong one. It's supposed to be. Um Mother and Child Reunion, so I'll play that later. It's me and Julio down by the school. You're on the air. Welcome. Hi there. Anybody home? Hi, WICH. Good afternoon, sir. Good afternoon. How are you? Well, uh, I signed a contract today with the Red Sox. Larry, I wanted to talk to you today. It's so frustrating because we couldn't, we, we don't have a closer <laughs> and Barnes, they signed a big contract for Barnes for millions and millions of dollars. And the did guy came. The, did you see the crybaby Verdugo play at second base? And he's holding his back like he was hoping that uh, that Coro was going to come out and take him out of the game. Right? He didn't round second and go to third base, and he's he's standing at second with his hand on his back. Oh no! I didn't... Say, I'm tired of these crybabies. I really am. I got a sore back. I got a sore arm. You know. I miss you. I missed some of your show this morning. I was trying to find my extension cord to put my radio outside. I planted all my vegetables today. Oh, in, good. In the garden. good. But now my neck's bothering me, so I had to go to my doctor, and uh, I now I'm I'm down at the walking clinic. They're going to give me a, a, an injection for my my neck's bothering me now. Oh, okay. My my yeah. So I, I shouldn't have done all that work this morning, probably. Yeah, you probably twisted it the wrong way. 
Yeah, well, I'm supposed to take it easy, but that's hard hard for me to do. I know you like it's to move around. You're a mover. Yeah, it's a that. nice day today too. It's absolutely a beautiful out. Yeah, 68 degrees right now. This is a perfect day. It's really and, perfect. Uh, it's supposed to be lousy for the next three days, and I've had my vegetables for about a week now. I, I put them out during the daytime, and then I put them in the garage at night. Mm-hmm. But so I wanted to get them in the ground today. Why they it was a nice day. I don't think we're going to get any more, uh, uh, you know, real cold nights. I, I hope not. I don't anyways. think so. Yeah, I mentioned your daughter today because you know she's oh. mom again. It's going to be another Mother's Day. Uh, yeah, I was up there child. yesterday. The baby's beautiful, beautiful blue eyes. Yeah, yeah, uh, and uh, it's it's gained a, a pound now already. Oh, good. One, That's good. One pound. Mm-hmm. So it's doing good. She look like you? No, no it looks like her mother. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So, so now you know the bad news today. My doctor's been here. My pain doctor been here for years, like over twenty years, and they're, they're leaving in June. So now you know I got to go on this telehealth on this computer thing, uh, and then I still got to go in once every three months. But you know where they're going to be? I got to go to New Haven or to Portland. You're kidding. No. Can't find they're anybody. They're leaving here in Norwich. Oh, oh they're so leaving Norwich? good. Okay, they're not retiring. They're leaving and going somewhere else. Yeah, they're closing the they're closing shop up here okay. in, in Norwich, and um, and they're only going to have the two offices now. So hmm. uh, you can go on telehealth, uh, but I guess once every three months, according to the new law or whatever, you have to go into the office. Mm-hmm. The, the other two times you can... You can go on the, on your cell phone and you can talk to them, you know, on the, on the phone. Oh, like that. yeah, I know they do that a lot now. Do a little a lot. phone. Uh, well, so, <laughs> these are the yeah, days. You gotta, you gotta, you can't get disappointed over change. I guess a uh, change is always going to come with things, and you know, you're so. The problem is, you're so like a lot of my doctors retired, and and it took me a while to get used to a new doctor. You know, so. But you got to get used to change because it's going to happen sooner or later. I had three doctors that uh, that left. They weren't even that old. Maybe it was me. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I just I'm going to remember the names of the new ones. Uh, anyway, this this new one's been there a year and a half, so that's okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm very disappointed in uh, in the idiot last night. Also, uh, uh, going on the TV set, he doesn't go on the TV and talk about the border. Or, or about inflation, or about gas or food price, nothing. But he comes on TV and he talks about. Did you hear the comment he made about MAGA? Oh, he was about, about the, so. Huh? Yeah, he was so out of control. I just uh, I, I couldn't believe he talked about seventy-five million people, you know, who voted for Trump, and 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 he talks about us like that—that that we're terrorists. Yeah. That you know, it's a that's a disgrace to talk like that about people. This is the guy that's letting fentanyl come over the border. And he's yeah. talking about people that voted for Trump. Amazing. So, yeah, and he specifically said MAGA. And, of course, that, that, that all that means is make America great again. Yeah. That, 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 you know, that doesn't mean you're, you're 100% in for Trump or, or anything. It's, just a, it's really just a slogan that they, they came out with. And most people want America, United States of America, be as great as they possibly can. Yeah, but to come out and insult, insult the people who are for that, he mm-hmm. insulted the people who are for "Make America Great Again." He, he's uh, he, this is exactly what he said. I couldn't believe those comments came out of his mouth yesterday. I really couldn't. No, it's uh, uh, yeah. every day is something with him. Um, instead of saying something positive, 
to the American people to try to unite people together. He's constantly, constantly trying to divide people. Divides the white and the blacks and the transgenders and the in the people and the and the, and the homosexual and, and everything. He he he's dividing everybody apart from one another from the from the things that he says. Well, maybe someday he'll keep his uh, promise and unite everybody. Well, I, I don't see that coming from him. I, I really don't. Um, well, I was being facetious. Yeah. It's 18 months into his presidency, and I, I haven't seen anything yet positive from him, and I don't think he's going to change now. Even as Democrats, you got 55 Democrats that are trying to talk him into not not changing that Title 42 on May 23rd. He's going to do it anyways. Well, I hope he listens to him, or we're going to have even more chaos than we have now. Yeah, so... Okay, Stu, nice, nice talking All right. to you, and uh, feel I'll better. talk to you on uh, Monday. You have a, a nice weekend. You too. Feel better. Thank you. Uh, Hi, welcome to the program. Yeah, I was, I was listening to my favorite radio station here. Oh, I hope it's ours. Yeah, yeah. Well, I always listen to the radio station. Okay. I, it's funny that, that you mentioned the Jackie Gleason show. That used to be yeah. one of the yeah one of the best shows. He used to have a, a crazy Guggenheim on singing singing the old songs. Oh, yeah. My, hiya, Joe. Hello, Mr. Dunny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. Yeah, uh, uh, Jackie Gleason would have the bar. bar uh, Joe uh, the bartender. Know, he, he'd have a mustache on and everything. When my dad saw Reginald Van Gleason do that dance, mm. yeah, and yeah, he would yeah. go, mm, boy, are you fat, he would get hysterical. He would absolutely roll over. He was hysterical with that. Yeah, he was also in a movie, Gigo. Mm-hmm. He was a deaf mute. Do you remember that one? I never saw it, but he was in a few movies, and he's a very good yeah. actor. He was good at everything. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, this, we, we, we used to watch him all the time. He yeah. was on prime time. And, of course, The Honeymooners became a classic. Oh, yeah. Everybody got into yeah. that. Hey, Ralphie boy. You know, great stuff. Art Carney, yeah. Art, Art, Art Carney. Yeah. Yeah, he, he would... He would Yell out the window to he, he would call him Norton. He, yeah. he he never called him his by his first hey, name. Norton. Yeah, yeah, we called him Norton. I love that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was, they, they had the good old shows. Uh, yeah, I, I would like some of them to come back, but you know everything changes. But we can still see yeah. some of the old ones in certain networks. Yeah, yeah. The the, the, the honeymooners were, were great. He was a bus driver, and 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 our our, our Connie worked in the sewer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and if you go to uh, to, to uh, Norton's apartment, he had a refrigerator and the ovens and microwaves and everything. And and Ralph Ralph would have a um, an ice box. Yeah, they had a, a tough uh, tough apartment there, but they did have two rooms. So one was the kitchen, and the other was a bedroom, yeah. I think. Yeah, I remember an episode where, where uh, the, the the guy comes in with a block of ice, mm-hmm. and, and and he and he opens the door and he puts it in, in the top of the refrigerator. <laughs> Can imagine what that was like. Do you know that Jackie Gleason grew up in an apartment just like the one that they put together for the honeymooners? Yeah, he was a very poor kid. A very poor kid. His father went to work one day and never came back. He had oh, a rough, really? tough life, yeah. and, but he was a genius. He was a genius. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he wrote a lot of music and stuff, so. Mm-hmm. Well, thanks for sharing that. All right, well, you know, I was just on my favorite radio station, so. Thank you, sir. All right, so. Enjoy the day. Thanks. You too, bye.
Hi, welcome to the program. Good oh, afternoon. Hi, Stu. Hi there. Hey, you know, you guys are talking about fentanyl and things like that. Did you see the paper where they arrested up on 164 in Griswold? Mm, yes, I did. 115 bags of fentanyl. Isn't that the stuff that kills people? Oh, instantly. Sometimes. Yeah. Uh, instantly. Uh, like, wow. I know. That was scary. Yeah. Hey, I have my newspaper. This one is for Larry. Now, this is a Norwich one. It's, okay, wait a minute. Norwich, Connecticut, Friday, July 6, 1906. Coolies Weekly. Only 50 cents a year. Isn't that something? 50 cents a year for the paper. Yeah, yeah, and, and no postage. It was called Coolies Weekly, and it's out of Norwich. And by the way, just in the, uh, the day today, for everyone having trouble getting their day paper, the day paper is having trouble getting delivery drivers. Yeah, I, did, I did mention that earlier, oh, okay, but good, we have good, it. Good. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. All right, here's one for Larry, a description of drunk driving in 1906, okay? Mm-hmm. All right. Monday afternoon, two men were traversing Lillibridge Road in a buggy drawn by a horse going at a mad gallop. They turned onto Scotland Road and descended Quarry Hill at a terrific pace. The fearful swaying of the vehicle caused one of the men to shoot from his seat into the air and he landed violently by the roadside. The other man did not miss his companion <clears throat> until he had gone a half mile farther oh and returned for him. The man by the roadside was uninjured but wrathy. Uh, uh, well, this was mad. A noisy debate followed, and the man in the wagon left him and drove back the way he came. <clears throat> he met your correspondent, this guy who's writing it, and wished to be located saying he was so drunk he could not tell where he was. He said the other man was drunk and had charted him to be carried from Voluntown to Baltic. His passenger had several drinks on the way owing to the passenger's involuntary departure from the buggy. He refused to pay the fare of two fifty. Anyway, the man in the buggy was mad, clear through swore vengeance on a man by the roadside and consigned him to a hot climate. Well, it was July 6th. He inquired the way to Occam and drove off in a streak of profanity in his wake. And the man by the roadside brushed off some mud from his clothing, staggered around and out of sight, around the bend in the road, out of sight. Altogether, it was a lively incident. That's the news in 1906. Yeah, but did they get arrested? Did they have jail time? Did anything happen to them? I mean, they know the whole story. No, didn't didn't say anything about that. But I can tell you, from reading this further, there was, let me see, stabbings at the trolley um, barn in Pocatonic in a man. Uh, same thing happening now, sleeping by uh, Yannick, well, I think Yannick Falls, and a bunch bunch of youths jumped on him and killed him. Then there was a big um, court thingy and everything. See, 
it just history just keeps repeating itself. I know. I thought I didn't even realize crime was invented in 1906, but there it is. Oh, are you kidding just, me? Just no, I'm kidding. When they yes, had kidding. crime back then, okay. it was mm. bad. Somebody make a shot. Well, think of the Wild West in that time frame. It was all going on out there, but you know what? It was going on here in the cities too. But if I come up with some. But it was funny. Isn't Scotland Road and all them up by you mm-hmm. on the hill? Yes. Yeah, well, this is where you think about a horse and a buggy galloping down a hill driven by a drunk. <laughs> Crazy, huh? Crazy. Listen, thanks for sharing that. Yeah. I, I got to run, right. but thank you. She's got papers from the 1800s, 1906. Wasn't a perfect scenario then, was it? Hi, you're on the air. Hi. Hey, good afternoon, Stu. Hi, Joey. Hey, that was a great interview with the colonel, as usual. Oh, yeah, he's right on the, the money, in my opinion, of course. He really, yeah, he's really on, uh, yeah. Well, I'm calling just to say I want to wish you and your wife and your family a great, happy Mother's Day. All right, thank you. You're welcome. All right, you enjoy. I'll talk to, yeah, I'll, I'll talk to you Monday, buddy. Right, enjoy the day, thank you. WICH, good afternoon. Hi, Father Stu. Hi there, my friend. What's up? Well, I've been listening to you today, and you've been mentioning Cinco de Mayo, Mm -hmm. which means we have the fifth month and the fifth day. Is that correct? Yeah, it looks that way, huh? Yeah. Yeah, well, I wanted to add another five to it. Okay. My granddaughter's birthday is today, and guess how old she is. Okay. Um, four. Oh, she was four yesterday. Oh, yesterday. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. But today she's Cinco de Mayo. <laughs> okay. Cinco de Mayo day four, huh? Yeah, she's five today. Oh, today she's five. Okay. Yeah, three I, fives. That's great. That's great. So I just wanted to throw that out at you and wish her a happy birthday. So is she celebrating Cinco de Mayo in a parade or anything? Well, we acknowledge it. Yeah, okay. Her mother's a, a Latino, so mm-hmm. I think that's where the holiday comes from. Well, people are having a lot of fun today. Yeah, and, and you're acknowledging it, and I think that's great, Stu. All right, well, you wish her a very special Cinco de Mayo birthday. I sure will. Thank you. Take care. Five, the big five. When you're you're five, you really start to do the old chatting thing, right? That's when kids start to come up up with words like, where did you hear that? Where did you hear that word? You're on the air. Hi, welcome. Hey, good afternoon, Stu. Hi there, Marvin. Yes, very busy this morning, so I missed your morning broadcast. Uh Uh-huh. But I, I spoke with some folks. And you know that we lost a dear friend yesterday. Pete Kuprak passed away. Oh, really? Yes. Mm. Yes. Um, and, uh, of course, you're on Kuprak. Oops, there goes the phone. You're on Kuprak Road. <laughs> yeah, I, guess, I assume it was named after him? Or? Oh, yeah. It was his property. Mm-hmm. Um, he had an interesting life. He was a rancher out in the Midwest, like, out in, I don't know, Montana or whatever. Um but everybody knows that, you know, his wife, Bonnie, is um, the mayor's uh, secretary. And oh, I used to work quite a bit Oh, with, my God, I didn't put that all together. Um, yeah. Well, um, I, I, I'm um, very sad to hear that. I was 
talking to Bonnie, I don't know, a couple of months ago, and she said he was not feeling well, but um, very sorry to hear that. Yeah. Um, when I was the coordinator um, with the veterans, we uh, we got involved very much. We did a lot together, you know, information exchange, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And not only that, but years ago I worked with his daughter, and his son worked right next door to us. Uh, we were down at uh, the Mohegan Sun Casino, down uh, what I call the mall, you know, where all the stores are. And uh, anyways, so we lost somebody. He was a former councilman also. And um, he was the kind of guy that thought things through. He really did think about things and, and do his homework and get all the data. And uh, so it's kind of a big loss here in Norwich. Imagine having a street named after you, huh? That's that's something. Yeah, I have a few people here. My cousins have a street named after them. They, they bought a really huge plot of land, and they all... They all built it up there by the sales school. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my, those are my cousins up there. They they bought a nice big plot of land. And you can tell there's some other places. You know, when you go by a place, um, uh, now you know um, um, the attorney BB here, they have a lane also up off the of Holland Road. There must be a lot of people that have the name Main because there's so many Main Streets. Yeah, that's, there you go. I'm going to change my name to Main. And then, Maine, can... and then you say, hey, that's my street. <laughs> right? <laughs> well, I'm sorry to hear about Peter. That's, um, you know, my sympathies go out to uh, Bonnie and her family, and I'll be talking to her soon. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I thought I'd um, give you that info because I know he was quite involved here locally, even mm-hmm. though in the later years it was, you know, more opinion-generated, but it was still good. It was, um, you know, it was good stuff. He always had the good stuff, so. All right. Thanks, Mark. Appreciate You're welcome. it. What you got? Stu Breyer with you, WICH. Talk about anything this hour, if you like, including your some stuff about your mom that you'd like to share with us. We can share. We can also play, uh, if you think of any other mom songs that I may have missed, I can try to get that in before the uh, bewitching hour of 2 o'clock. Hi, this is Nick Kaplinson of Dime Bank. Are you planning on adding to or building the home you've always dreamed of? Dime Bank is one of the few local lenders to offer construction loans, and our residential lending team can help you keep costs down as your walls go up. So if you have the perfect blueprint, we have the perfect loan. It's your home, your bank, your dime. Dime Bank Community Banking lives here. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender, NMLS 493990. Rising prices are everywhere. Gas and groceries have escalated, and no one knows when they'll come down. Isn't it nice to know that Bill's Bedding has furniture and bedding that are at the lowest prices you'll find anywhere? How about a luxurious wall-away recliner in leather-look microfiber by Ashley for only $399? Or a cozy queen-size mattress for $449? Get a Lazy Boy reclining sofa in stain-resistant microfiber for $1,399. For our elderly customers... We have chairlifts starting at $799. And you can use the Bills Betting 12-month equal pay plan with no interest or finance fees. Remember, Bills Betting has free local delivery that makes your purchase even more affordable. Stop in today and save on your next furniture and bedding purchase. Beat the high prices at the big box stores. Only at Bills Betting and Furniture, Route 12 and Danielson. Online at BillsBetting.com. 
2702, Stu Breyer with you. Welcome to the program. Hi, you're on the air. Hi, good afternoon, Stu. How are you? Good, Candy. I got the package. I got the little uh, envelope, oh. the big envelope. Oh, good. So, yeah, okay, yeah. so you can take it home and look at it all weekend, right? Sure, I can start to eat all that good stuff. <laughs> I'm not going to eat the paper, but I can get the good stuff. You sent. Oh, uh, so you opened it already? Yes, I did. Yesterday. Oh, okay. So you can, you can search for some of the, if you choose to. I mean, it's just some ideas so if you want to yeah, think no, about it. Yeah, no, nice of you to do that. I appreciate it. Um, I'm going to be sending you something else in the near future, which I'm going to tell you about today. Um, <clears throat> the Watch Hill Sunset concerts are coming back this summer. Mm-hmm. Five of them, like they were last year. They're starting June 28th, which is a Tuesday. Um, every other week, they'll be having a concert um, until the end, uh, August 23rd. So um, you know I'll send you the copy of this mm-hmm. pretty soon so you can um, think about going there this year. Do you know who's coming? Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you've heard of any of these people. The, uh, the Silk, S-I-L-K-S, the Silks. Mm-hmm. They were Boston Blues Award winners. I don't know if you've heard no, of No, I've never heard people. of the Silks, but uh, have you? No. Okay. How about the Hoolies? H-O-O-L-I-O-S. Julio. No, Julios. H-O-O-L-I-O-S. The Julios. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, the the one I want, uh, the hope, I'm hoping these people, I hope you can go, especially for the Rowan brothers. I talked to you about them in the past. Mm-hmm. They're coming August 9th. What type of music do they sing? They sing all kinds of music. Everly Brothers, oh. Beatles, Crosby, Stills, and Nash and Young, Country, Bluegrass. They're, oh. they're a variety. I definitely, variety. definitely want to mark that uh, one couple. off. So I think that's, that's, they're all probably good, but these guys, I've seen them many, many times mm-hmm. yeah. over and over again. So um, I'm hoping those particular ones you would have a chance to go to. So it's going to be the same place and the same? Same place. Good. Same place on the green, Bay Street, you know, 6 to 8 o'clock every night. Wonderful, wonderful and, uh, shows. Tuesdays, and if the Tuesday is a rainy Tuesday, they just have it the following Tuesday because they're every other week. Gotcha. Gee, I thank, so, thank you for that reminder, yeah. I will send this to you in the near future so you will um, hopefully be able to show up at some of those. I will definitely <laughs> don't want to miss them because they're very good. And uh, I'll yeah. make sure there's a place where I can see it to remind me. <laughs> yes, you'll see it. You'll see it soon in the mail. All right, Candy. Okay, take care, Stu. You too, thank you. Okay, bye-bye. Hello, welcome to the program. Hello, Stu, good afternoon. Good afternoon um, to you. I wanted to ask you to play a song for my mother who deceased back uh, four years ago. Uh-huh. For Mother's Day. Mm-hmm. You and Me Against the World by Helen Reddy. Oh, that's a beautiful song, isn't it? It is, it's one of our songs, yeah. You know, in that song, she talks to her daughter. At the beginning of that song. She sure does. It's exactly how my mother was. It matches us to a T. Oh, I'll definitely play that for you, for sure. And when it's the first year she passed away, and I really didn't want to deal with, you know, Thanksgiving without her, and I, you know, I was used to her cooking the bird and doing all this hard work, and uh, it was wonderful. All of a sudden, I went into the store and stopped and shop in Norwichtown, and guess what? That's the song that was playing. Really? As I came in the door. That's amazing. It was. That was her from up above saying, hello, go on with the holiday, have a good time, I'm with you. You know, Helen Reddy is not with us anymore. Did you know that? She uh, had passed away, and I'm sure that song has quite a significance with her daughter who recorded it with her. Oh, yeah. 
And I think it was, what, a couple of years ago, right? Yeah, yeah. It's horrible we lost her. I loved her so much. She had just a, such a beautiful voice. Such a oh, beautiful voice. I, I saw her singing at the uh, Wolf Den, and she was great. She was at the Wolf Den at Mohegan's Sun? Yep. Oh, God, I missed her. And she didn't even have a backup band. Her voice was so beautiful, she just had some music in the background, and uh, she was great. Absolutely oh, great. Wonderful. All right, I'll definitely try to get that in for you. All right, thanks a lot, Stu. Have a good weekend. You too, thank you. Thank you. Hi, Bye. good afternoon. Good afternoon, Stu. French Fry here. Hey, there you are, French Fry. There I am. There I is. Hey, <laughs> did you ever hear the song? Um, I, I believe the name of it is Mother, and it starts out as M. They go through the whole spelling of the name. Oh, yeah. And there's more than many things she gave me, and then I don't know the rest of it. But oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. I remember hearing that song when I was a kid, mm-hmm. and it would bring a tear to my father's eye. I remember that. But, yeah, put it all um, together, and it spells mother. Oh, yeah, I remember it now. Yeah. Whether I can yeah, I find know. it is another thing. but uh, Yeah, I don't know if you have that in your in your vault. I'll, but, do, uh, I'll do my best. Only, yeah, the only other thing I wanted to say is being Cinco de Mayo, you can't call 911 today. Oh, yeah? No, you got to call 911. <laughs> <laughs> oh, French fry, you All haven't right. changed. <laughs> All right. Have a good day. Thanks, buddy. You too. You're welcome. So the beginning of this song, Helen Reddy's with her daughter. And you can hear the daughter at the beginning of the song. It's a beautiful song sung by Helen. She left us way too soon. This is called You and Me Against the World. Tell me again, Mommy. You and me against the world Sometimes it feels like You and me against the world When all the others turn their backs And walk away You can count on me to stay Remember when the circus came to town were frightened by the climb Wasn't it nice to be around Someone that you knew Someone who was big and strong And looking out for you And me against the world Sometimes it feels like You and me against the world For all the times we've cried I always felt that God was on our side And when one of us is gone And one of us is left to carry on Then remembering will have to do Memories alone will get us through Think about the days of me and you You and me against the world
can make the eyes fill up there, can it, huh? That was her daughter at the beginning and her daughter at the end, singing You and Me Against the World, written by a wonderful songwriter by the name of Paul Williams, who wrote so many beautiful songs. What an artist he is. All right, check in. WICH, welcome. Oops, we lost somebody there. WICH weather is uh, peachy keen. With ice cream and whipped cream on top. Peachy keen. Temperatures today around 70 degrees. 50s tonight, a little bit cooler tomorrow. A little bit warmer on Saturday. Really no significant rain for the weekend. And, Mon- and Sunday for Mother's Day should be a, a pretty nice day with temperatures in the middle 60s. So we have hit the high point of the day today at uh, 68 degrees. So we did a little homework, and then there was a, an article in the paper for those who talked about for a length of time this week about not getting your newspaper. So if you did get your paper today, there's an article about the day working to resolve print delivery issues. I called the gentleman, see if he would come on the show today, but he hasn't gotten back to me to explain it to you. Timothy Dwyer said uh, he apologizes for the interruption over the last year. Departures of some of the day's longtime drivers have created openings that have proven harder than usual to fill. I don't know what people don't want jobs anymore. I don't know what's going on. People quitting their jobs. It's it's totally bizarre. Uh, there is lots of openings likely due in part to the abundance of other job opportunities and high gasoline prices, according to Nadine McBride, the day's chief financial officer, who oversees circulation and distribution of the paper. Situation has become acute in the last couple of months. And I'm reading this to you because I want you to know what's going on because I've had so many questions about it. So I wanted to share that with you today, but you can see it in the day paper. It's a big Big article. A door-to-door newspaper delivery once accomplished by paper boys and paper girls, but now almost entirely the province of adults who drive their own vehicles is an industry-wide challenge. All independent newspaper groups have issued with carriers, she said. The availability of other jobs is part of the problem. In the past, we've always had a list of people looking for jobs, and we've been able to fill openings a whole lot faster. And things have changed in the wake of the COVID-19 pandemic. She said their bench is not as deep as it used to be. The day circulation manager who wanted people to know the day is looking to hire carriers. Maybe you know somebody that would like to be one. Hmm? Before new carriers take over a route, they undergo several days of training. Sometimes following the training or soon thereafter, they quit prompting the day to begin offering a bonus to those who stick with the job for three months. It's amazing how things are. A lot of places are like that, looking for help and offering bonuses. 
General Carriers on the uh, payroll deliver the day and Hartford Current Publications in southern New England, southern New London County, I should say, while independent contractors hired by the Current deliver the day in the northern part of its circulation area, including Griswold, Lisbon, Baltic, and the east side of Norwich. While employees get a, a mileage reimbursement and are paid hourly, independent carriers pay for their own gas and are paid based on how many papers they deliver. All of the carriers work part-time shifts of several hours starting in the early morning. Most work seven days a week. In April, the number of monthly complaints about missed deliveries of the paper tripled with nearly one-third of the callers hanging up before the customer service representative could answer. So many calls they're getting. Said it's uh, they're getting a number of calls every day. She says, when I explain the situation, they're usually understanding, but they want their paper. In most cases, we can't get the paper to them that day, so we offer them a credit. Generally, McBride said, a carrier who misses a customer will deliver the day's paper the following day. The day's a re-delivery crew running papers out of missed customers the same day are long gone, she said. So there's an explanation. Some people, you're, you're not alone, and they wanted you to know that. And there's a big article in today's paper, hopefully, hoping you received it, okay? All right, we wanted to look into that. And it made it easy for me because there was a big article today in the day paper. We have time for a few more calls. And if you'd like to uh, check in, our buddy Rob Simmons was on earlier today. And that's probably the fastest hour when he's on. It goes like a minute. And he uh, always has some interesting things to say. He's been in the trenches or the swamp or whatever you want to call it in Washington. I guess he knows how all the games are played. Now, a week from this Saturday at the popular Chestnut Street Playhouse presenting an evening of Tea and the Rex. Doors will open at 6.30, tickets $25. It's a five-piece soul-funk rock band from Boston. You can join him for an evening of smooth originals and high-energy covers. Now, there are 24 Chestnut Street in Norwich, chestnutstreetplayhouse.org, and the number, if you want more information about it, is 886-2378. Great artists from the Beantown area and some from around this area. Here's a song I missed on the Lunchtime Oldies. It's called A Mother and Child Reunion. Maybe you're going to have a reunion this Mother's Day. No, I would not give you false hope On this strange and mournful day But the mother and child only emotion away Oh, little darling of mine I care for the life of me Remember a Saturday I know they say let it be It just don't work out that way And the course of a lifetime runs over and over again No, I would not give you false hope now 
on this strange and mournful day. But the mother and child reunite is only a motion away. Just can't believe it's so Though it seems strange to say I've never been late so though In such a mysterious way In the course of lifetime runs Over and over again But I would not give me false hope Strange and awful day when the mother and child reunite is only a motion away. Oh, oh, the mother and child reunite is only a motion away. Oh, the mother and child reunite is only a moment. Hope uh, all your moms have a really special day on Sunday, and of course a lot of memories for those who don't have their moms with us. But aren't they always with us, huh? This is hard to believe. But when Paul Ankus uh, wrote a song and sang a song called "You're Having My Baby," he was criticized. Some people had the nerve to criticize him for singing the song "You're Having My Baby" because of some of the lyrics in it. And I thought, man, that's probably one of the sickest things I've ever heard. Here is that song by Paul Anka. Having my baby What a lovely way of saying how much you love me Having my baby what a lovely way of saying what you're thinking of me I can see it, your face is glowing I can see it in your eyes, I'm happy and knowing That you're having my baby You're the woman I love and I love what it's doing to you Having my baby You're a woman in love And I love what's going through you The need inside you I see it showing Oh, the seed inside you, baby Do you feel it growing? Are you happy in knowing That you're having my baby
talented guy, isn't he, huh? Paul Inc. has wrote some really terrific songs, and believe it or not, there are some people that complained about that one. Hmm. Anywho, glad we could get that in today at WICH. Got a few more minutes if you'd like to check in as we uh, kind of conclude our show. And Keith C. Rice, Keith C. Rice will be joining you tomorrow at 10 o'clock. He's a lot of fun. He'll be doing some talk with you, too. And I'm sure a lot of pictures will be taken this Mother's Day. And people are taking more pictures than ever. Have you noticed that with your, with your camera rings and your, tel- your cell phones? It's So a lot of pictures will be uh, going into the album after this weekend. Hi, welcome. Sue, how about wrapping it up with Oh My Mama? No, that was Oh My Papa. <laughs> oh My Papa, but we got Mama for the weekend. <laughs> okay. All right, thanks. Thank you. Hey, Father's Day will be around soon enough, right? All right, let's take some pictures. I took so many pictures at Disney. That's all we do, right, as a society. It's like, hey, instead of enjoying this moment, let's take pictures. <laughs> we take pictures of everyday life and act like we're capturing history. <gasps> Unbelievable, the cat's asleep. <laughs> Post that on my Twitter. It's because we have the cameras on our phones. Do we need that? It's not like 10 years ago we were like, I wish I could take a low-quality photo of my dessert. (laughs) Text it to someone that's not interested. (laughs) But I can't, so I guess I'll just eat it. (laughs) As a result, we all have so many photos, all these pictures, and sure, we all want our computers to run slow. But what are we supposed to do with all these photos? I mean, I have more pictures of my children than my father ever looked at me. And I just keep taking them, like, click, click, click. We all do. You click, 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 download all of them. We don't even weed through them. I'll just get another computer. That'll be my Disney trip computer. We used to have boxes of photos in our closets. Now it's just old computers. Hey, there's our wedding computer. That's my computer when I was single. I should probably destroy that one. Sad, we have all these photos. Everyone has thousands of photos, and besides us, no one else cares. Because really, any photo you're not in is not that interesting. You might act interested, right? You're like, oh, you went to Mexico. Uh, How long is this going to take? Because I can fake it for like a minute. I don't even like pictures that I'm in. You know, you ever see a photo of yourself and it kind of ruins your day? For a second, you don't even recognize yourself. You're like, who's that fat guy? Oh, no. I should call my wife and tell her I love her. I can't believe I'm allowed to wear that color. <laughs> He's a funny man, Jim Gaffigan. We like to play him once in a while on our program. And that's uh, taking the pictures. Everybody's taking se- uh, the selfies. Sometimes people have an accident taking selfies. Be very careful when you do that. You know, they're, they're crossing the street taking a selfie. Just make sure that you're in a safe place when you're going to take a shot of yourself. Hey. Dig me. 
Well, you don't have to ask people when you're walking. Gee, could you take a picture of us? You can just do it yourself. Just hold it up to the two of you and snap a picture. I was walking on the beach one day, and a couple came up to me, and they said, uh, could you take a picture? And I said, you know, great. I was trying to figure out how to use the camera. And once I did, I snapped a few pictures. And then walking away, I said, would you like a picture of me? And they gave me a strange look uh, look and walked away. (laughs) Just thought I'd do it for fun. I guess they didn't want to put me in their album. I don't know. Everybody, have a great day. Enjoy this bonus day, huh? Please be kind to each other. Don't ever lose your sense of humor. If you're lucky enough to still have a mom with you, give them a real special day. Come to think of it, do it every day, all right? If I missed any of your quests, I'll try to get to them next week. Looking for that song, Oh Julie, and I know it's here somewhere. Got a lot of vinyl to go through. Jimmy Fallon follows the news, 60s and 70s hits on the weekend. Personality Radio, 1310 AM, WICH Norwich, and 94.5 W233DB in Norwich. Yes, we're on AM and FM.